I don't think I'm going to take vacation again. Every time I take vacation, I come back. I purposely ignore the news. And I come back, and it's a shit show. I went to Moab. It was wonderful. I was in a great mood. Didn't listen to no news. Hung out with some misfits and, and goofballs, and we hiked, and we looked at canyons and, and, and ate at small little towns in Utah because you couldn't eat in Colorado across the border because the, the, uh, the virus had everything shut down. <clears throat> Meanwhile, I don't think Utah is in flames. I think everything's fine now. And I come back, and then there's rioting. Like, literally, when I flew, yeah, <clears throat> went, drove back to Vegas, hopped out of plane. Oh, there's riots. Oh, okay. And I went out to South Dakota, went out west, rode my motorcycle, which is a, at minimum, at minimum, a nine-hour endeavor. That's if you're doing it good. Cars have a longer range. You're more comfortable. You can uh, sit in a car. You can drive with one hand. You can drive with the other hand. You drive with your feet. You can put on a cruise control. Motorcycles aren't like that. Uh, and, and the range on motorcycles, depending on your crosswind, uh, can vary greatly. And so uh, I made record time. I got to Rapid City in under nine hours, only refueled uh, well, technically three and a half times. But I stopped four times. <coughs> quickly getting fuel and hopping back on and was back was killing me. My ass was killing me. And, uh, but, but no communication for nine and, and no internet reception. If any of you have driven across any of the plain States, even though they say, Oh yeah, we have nationwide reception. No, you don't T-Mobile. No, you don't. You, you really don't, which is fine. I didn't, I didn't want to talk to people in Chamberlain, South Dakota on my phone. I wanted to get, because you got to get there because, as Bill Cosby said, the monsters come out. Okay? But you know what comes out at dusk? The deer. And they might as well be fucking monsters. Because deer and motorcycles don't mix. So, <clears throat> hey, Aaron, what's it like going to South Dakota? <clears throat> Aaron, what's it like going to going away from South Dakota? Turn around. <clears throat> just straight. Look at it. Just look at the high. Just straight. Highway 90 straight across. It is most boring drive ever. Most bo- I think maybe maybe Saskatchewan was more boring. Maybe Nebraska going to Denver is a little bit more boring. But it's, it's, it's that same geographic formation. <laughs> stretching like an old man. Oh, cops, are you all right? Yes, just stretching. See ya. So I... I I'm in South Dakota, not even paying attention. Oh, somebody would say, I, I took Facebook off my phone. I haven't done Facebook in probably 10 days. I keep the messenger. <clears throat> Twitter, I kind of post a thing here or there. That's about it. You know, I'll let you guys know when we're going to do the broadcast. Uh, and it was just, and it was a work. It was a work holiday, a work vacation, which there, there's no such thing as a work. You're just working. You're interrupting. You're 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 ruining your vacation. What I found out, you you can't do both. It's like having a fighter transport. Just doesn't work. A, a bomber a bomber fighter does not work. Nope. <clears throat> and all you all you're doing is like, oh, I'd like to go do these adventures and hikes, and I have one hundred percent vacation and pleasure. And then you and then oh no wait we got to get back and pick siding. Got to pick flooring. <laughs> 
just interrupts the brainwave patterns. And I got nowhere near the amount of, I didn't even get to shoot my guns. I didn't even get to go for, uh, hunt fossils. I didn't get to go hunt agates. Um, I did get a couple hikes in, more exploratory. Two hikes failed. Like, you, you, well, how does a hike fail, Captain? Well, if you haven't done the hike before, you look on the map. This is, keep in mind, this is the internet now. You know, back in the day, you had to get like a hiking book. And I have, I still have my old hiking book from the Black Hills and the mountains. And you oh, okay. And you have following, turn right by Uncle Frank's barn. Turn left at the big oak tree. Not the sort of big oak tree, the really big oak tree. So wave hi to, to, to Thelma. She's there. And you're like, oh, and then there's the trailhead. And you're like, what trailhead? And oh, hidden behind the bush because the Forest Service doesn't clear this out. There's the sign for the trailhead. So you go on the internet and you, <laughs> people make like, oh, just go for a hike. No, no, you, you have to spend at least an hour researching shit on the internet. Find out where it is. Ideally, get a, a Google satellite image of it so you see like the dirt parking lot because there's not really a paved parking lot. Oh, there's the trailhead. I see it. And then, um, you know, like all trails. Oh, Summit Post. You guys are horrible with your directions in your city. It's an eight-mile hike. It's a 10-mile hike. It's a 1,000-foot gain. It's a 1,200-foot. Nobody knows. So you go in prepared. Like, oh, okay, maybe. Maybe I'm being really tired. Maybe this would be an easy one. So uh, the failed hikes is when you do all your research. You know, you're spending an hour. Because fun is work, right? Fun should be work. His trail is a area called Bethlehem, South Dakota, <clears throat> and next to it is uh, the Centennial Trail, which runs the entire length of the Black Hills. And there, the trailhead at that particular spot was called the Elk Creek Trailhead. And I talked about this in a video I'm going to be uploading to Patreon uh, pretty soon. If you're a patron member, you get a. Uh, access to the the road trip podcast where i talk I, I record while i'm hiking or road tripping it's very poor audio quality but it's something and mary joe's pinups of course that's why you guys all tune in uh so i went to bethlehem south dakota and i thought it was an old abandoned uh mining town there's a town you look up bethlehem south dakota right there there's a dot okay you see a road there's a road says bethlehem road i'm like must have been something. This is very common out west, you know, and, and not just South Dakota, but other places as well. Like there'd be a the, the vein of ore ran out, the copper ran out, the gold ran out. And so you'll find a lot of ghost towns out west. And and by ghost town, I don't mean the touristy ones. Hey, come to the ghost town. Oh, Royal Light. Oh. Which is a pretty cool ghost town, actually. I'm talking where like a fire came in, wiped it out, and all they got left is the concrete slabs they put in. Or there's a, I mean, we're talking camps really more than ghost towns like there was a camp where the pan and uh, not the panhandlers those are democrats and professors uh <clears throat> the gold pa gold panners panning for gold they they go and they get to this corner on the stream and they pan it all out of gold and so there might be a, a couple cabins or their dilapidated cabins so i was like oh this is gonna be sick. and i had gotten a metal detector so cappy was gonna find the lost gold of the sierra madre and uh the first failed hike navigated my way on a dirt road to Bethlehem, South Dakota. 
There it is. And it's all private property. Trespassers will be shot. Like, I guess I'm not going there. There could be an abandoned old ghost town there. I don't know. I'm not going to find all the gold eagles and the silver eagles and, and all the, the treasure that the cowboys dropped out or probably some bottle caps or whatever. <clears throat> so I was kind of like sitting there with my, my, my brand new metal detector. I'm like, nah. put it back in the car. My car just wanted to disassemble it. <laughs> Driving sadly away. Oh, no adventure for Cappy. And just down the road, which can be quite some time because roads are dirt and bouldery and you got to drive really slow with a small car. Now, now I know why four-wheelers and, and now you, if you ever see those commercials and advertisements for Jeeps, like, where are those people? Why are they? Well, go out west. That's where they are. These razors, you know, those off-road. Oh, that, now I know why. I didn't know why before. Now I know why. I'm like, oh, that's why they have these. Okay. <clears throat> these are the people who use them. So I go to the Elk Tree trail, Trailhead. I'm like, okay, here. Now I'm going to get a hike. Oh, Cappy's going to get a put on my headphone. Got to like tune up better. Bachelor converted to MP3. Tune in to Jack Napier, rule zero. Okay, here we go. Start walking. Trails this wide. Now, this is the Centennial Trail to celebrate 100 years of Black Hillsness. I don't know. Uh, it was a celebration of 100 years of something. So, it was formed in 1989, so this celebrated something in 1889. I don't know what it was celebrating. Something about a, it was a 100 years celebration from 1889 to 1989, and they put together the Centennial Trail. All they did was connect a bunch of trails that already existed and dedicated. This is the Centennial Trail. Centennial Trail, the, like the Carlson School of Mansion, when it has the in front of it, you know it's big shit. I'm not un chaparito. I am L. Chaparito. Hat tip to our buddy Atham. <clears throat> All right. So it's like, you got, you got a title. This trail has a title. The Centren, this fucking wide, like this little thing of dirt. Now there's shrub. Now that's still a trail. Okay. I've seen worse trails. Sometimes there's a trail and they, you read through all trails or some of post.org or .com and they admit, they say, okay, the trail goes up here, but then it kind of, everyone kind of takes their own path to get to the top. Some scramble, some go up on the ridge. The descriptions are also always horrible. Like, you'll come to a ridge. It'll be a, a spot of trees to your right. I'm like, there's no fuck. What are you talking about? <clears throat> so you bushwhack it. Bushwhacking is official hiking terminology for you. Just go off the trail and make your way, which oftentimes is the quickest. You're like, there's the peak. I'm climbing up it. We prefer you go left and then hook a right like a football play. And uh, so this is a trail. You can still see the trail, but it's summertime, springtime. And the state tree is poison ivy in South Dakota. And on both sides, you got to walk a tightrope because it's all poison ivy. I didn't bring pants. I brought shorts. I'm pulling up my socks like it's the 1980s and I'm a runner. <clears throat> Should have just had those three bands across the top for those of you who remember that long ago. And I'm just like... <laughs> And you're not even looking at the forest. You're not enjoying the hike. You're not. And I got a mile in, made it to Elk Creek. I'm like, oh, this is, no. This isn't fun. And there's a new, I'm, I'm trying because I have to get, I got to go to the doctor at the end of the month, make sure that that spot on my liver was just the spot on the liver that I was born with and everything's fine. Got to check my cholesterol. And so 
they, the, the GF looked up all this documentation about less stress causing less, uh, less cholesterol. That's the main reason I got to go and get my cholesterol checked. It's, you can't diet. It's just so, especially if you're traveling around. Dude, the, the restaurants on the side of the interstate in Utah do not have carbless keto veggies. And, no, you just don't have it. They don't have it. <clears throat> you're driving through Murdo. Do you want burgers? They got burgers. What do you want for that? Let me guess what my vegetable side option is. Fries. Yeah. Any broccoli, any chicken? We got fried chicken. Okay, never mind. Guess I got to eat something. <coughs> I forget where I was going with this. Oh, so it, it's not enjoyable. And I'm like, okay, I got to. I'm turning around because I don't want to ruin. Poison ivy will ruin a week, a week and a half. It just lingers. It lingers like unnecessary liberal arts classes that have nothing to do with your degree. So I tight rope walk back. Oh, and that's all I was going to talk about this. So I, I'm trying to calm down, trying to relax. And I wasn't enjoying it. Now, Kathy, like if I'm not enjoying it, I stop doing it. And I stay in bed a little bit longer. I I take time off. I don't go, go, go. I sit and rest. This morning I sat out on my patio. (laughs) I believe there is a God. I believe because normal statistical chance will not have all this bullshit happen to an individual. You know, God exists because he keeps fucking with you every day. There's a little fucking thing that goes wrong every fucking day. Where it's like, there can't be, I remember, and don't say, Aaron, that's just like, no, 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 no. There was a time where you could get like a full week of nothing going wrong. Now there's always something. So I go and I, I'm like, I'm going to sit and relax and take it easy. And there's my truck. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll go check the mail. I'm like, that's how we start at 930. I got to go check the mail. So I hop in my truck. I'm like, why is my rear view mirror dangling down below? And apparently it had been so hot and humid that the, the little nub on your windshield had melted off or disengaged and fell off. And I'm like, God, I hate you guys. He exists. He does. Because Captain was, I was just going to wake up, go get the mail, and my coffee, just relax, and, and welcome you guys with happy, hey, Cappy's back, back again. Guess who's back? Tell a friend. <clears throat> no, now I got to go to the fucking auto store. Some dopey guy. Hey, you got a, the, the thing for the little rear view mirror? Oh, we don't have that. What do you mean you don't have that? Do you have an epoxy? Oh, epoxy. Yeah, we got them. Already. Already. Scrape this off. Do that. Do this. Da, da, da. So I'm trying to get the. The little metal tab, for those of you who buy used cars, this happens. For you elitists who, you know, are just rich and you buy cars new, this never happens to you. But, oh, my goodness, the car has 10,000 miles and my lease is up. Get a new one. I want a 2020. Are 2022s out yet? I always That always confused me. I'm like, it's not even it's 1997. The 98 models are out. It's not 1998. How did it already get out? It's September. What are you doing? Oh my God, I gotta get the 98 Grand Prix, the G6. 
<laughs> I don't know why I sounded maybe Jews like G6. Oh my goodness. Herschel, did you see the new G6? Got a lot of space, a lot of leg room. Ah, yes, yeah, very comfortable. All right. So, I, I, and you know, something as simple as this, it, the little thumb thing, the little piece of metal should shove right out of the rear view mirror because it's dangling, it's hanging because it's got a wire so the lights are on it. That little thing, and it's stuck. I'm like, <laughs> Fucking break up my toolbox trying to get it out. No, is the glue to the epoxy glue to the thing? No, I got to go to the internet and say, Oh, there's a spring. Get a small little thing in a spring. I'm like, Look at it. I'm like, This isn't the same. No, is it? And then I look below. There's an Allen screw. Some engineering fuck instead of just a clip or just letting it hang by gravity. They said, We need to screw this fucker in. In case I don't know, I'm in a tornado and it, the truck is flipped upside down. Hey, at least the rear view mirror stayed on. I'm unscrewing it. Thing falls right off. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You, you spent, instead of just click or press, you put a screw in there. <clears throat> so I get it out. Now I can't get the epoxy out. I'm like, okay. So I take some alcohol, some solvent. Now I can still see it. Huh? I'm like, all right. We're going to do this Clary style. So I take my pumice stone that I got and I'm just trying to scratch it off. It's not coming off. Scratch it. It's like not. And then there's like this little white. What is that? It's some plastic thing. I pull off. I just pull it right off. I'm like, what is this? Was this the factory or was this their idea? Now I have metal. It's clean metal. Alcohol solve it again. Read through the instrument, put the plaque, da, 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 take the razor. Because everyone just has a razor handy. I don't know. Emo kids, do you have a razor handy? <laughs> Remember, a long ways, not across. All right. Otherwise, it's a cry for help. Uh, and you're just whoring for attention. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't have to put it. That's where the old epoxy was. I'll just put it right below because that's what cheap guys like me do. I don't have a risk. I'm cleaning off right below it. Okay, put on the, the original solvent number one. All right, there we now put that on the thing. Okay. Now don't let it sit for a minute. All right. Looking at it, tickety tock, tickety tock, 930. That's when Corona Chan starts. Will Cappy make it? Tune in next time for Super Cappy Friends. Okay. Put one drop of epoxy. One. Don't smear with your finger because now your finger got oil. So I'm like, all right. So I put it at the very top, knowing gravity will pull it down. <clears throat> I kind of like moving it, moving it so it's equally applied. Right, there we go. And you have to hold it for one minute. And, I, and I'm holding it. And I held it for two because you know how it's going to go. Because God is fucking, he's fucking with you. Because if you let go at 60, ah, the humidity, oh, the sun, ah, oh, look how pissed off Aaron is now. Well, I can't fuck you, God. Not today. Not today. We're going two full fucking minutes. And so that, and then I looked, I'm like, okay, I got time to get back. See, I'm not supposed to let that bother me because that gets you angry. And that drives your blood pressure up. And then you get cortisol, and somehow that increases cholesterol. It's 
like, I really want you to relax. Okay, do what I say all the time. <laughs> Women are so wonderful. I need, they, they, how can I help? Do what I fucking say all the fucking time without question. <laughs> be thin, be hot, be nice, and just be supportive. Let's see if that lowers cortisol. Oh, I got to do a study. I got I, I honest to God, skinny wives save lives. I got to do the study. I got to pull it out. Got to do the research because that won't get published. That will not make it into the journal of sociological blah, 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 peer reviewed. Non-doctorate Aaron Clary, self-proclaimed economist, did a study. Oh, you mean like all my other studies about a housing bubble and a dot-com bubble and uh, stock prices and everything? But since I don't have a doctorate, it doesn't count, right? This Peter Smith says his methodologies were I wonder why Hugh Hefner made it so long. What do you, what do you think, guy? Do you think there's correlation? <sighs> so... Okay, calm down. And and so uh, hiking, poison ivy, not enjoying it. Going to calm down. Turn around, walk back. <clears throat> and that's still good because now you know not to hike those. Tra- it, not all, not all. You don't bat a thousand with trails. You don't bat a thousand with trails. Some are, some are a wash and that's exploratory. That's what happens. Usually you're new to an area, find out this hike. Ah, that's not worth it. That's what we did in Moab. Moab, I think we did bat a thousand. Like every hike was great. Every hike was really cool. So um, I got to calm down. Got to relax. Not paying attention to news. <clears throat> Working, doing other things. Work vacation. Chilled out in Deadwood. It was wonderful. Wonderful. Um, that was good for, for the blood pressure, cortisol, or whatever evil chemicals are being self-produced by my body that are going to kill me off inevitably. Saw DT, got to hang out with DT. That was good. We did a podcast yesterday. You can find him at blackday.org. He might be podcasting right now. He always podcasts in the morning. And uh, crashed my last night with DT. Had one last day in the Black Hills, not at a hotel. That one last day, I ended up hiking. I ended up working out on top of it. Got to watch storm clouds roll in over at DT's place down in the south. And um, what else? Oh, and then I just got to, I was going to go to the cigar lounge and do work and finish my presentation. And then once I sat down after hiking, it was a six mile hike, which isn't terribly long. But when you consider, I think it was a thousand foot gain. I went up, you had to go up a mountain. And then I, I'm like, I want to do this. I'm like, and then the spirit was willing, but the body got really weak. After I sat down, I'm like, whoa, I think I'm going to sit and watch those thunderclouds flash lightning. Yeah, and I went to bed before the the DT clan went to bed. And I wake up, had to start early. Because remember, the monsters come out at dusk. And dusk, depending on where you are, what latitude, uh, for the Twin Cities, about 6.37. So I had to wake up real early to, to get a motorcycle. And I had a headwind. And I was getting 125 miles again, a, a tank, a tank. 
And I'm very, especially now, I've become very astute at paying attention to mile marker signs. I know what towns are next. Can I make it to the, that's, it's, it's, the Dakotas and those plain states are that sparsely populated. You better pay attention. So I'm like, I got at least 20 miles left on my main tank and maybe 15, 20 left on my reserve. And also I like lose all my power. I'm like, what? And I switch to the reserve. I'm like, am I already out of the main? I'm looking at my next mile mark. I'm like, I'm at 90 miles. I should have 125. What the hell? Crosswind. Took out like 20, 25 miles per gallon or per tank. I'm like, well, that's important math to know. And thank God there was a Sinclair station. And I'm like, oh, this is going to throw me off. I got to haul ass now. Now you, you, you can't rest. You can't get food. And so just rah, gas, rah, gas, rah, like pulled over. And see, this is, this is where you, you just got to eat what you have. And I'm like, there's restaurants. I was going to sit down at this restaurant and it was $14 for a chicken sandwich. <laughs> like, no, I no. The 14 bucks could get me all the way home now. No, I'm not paying $14 for your fucking sandwich. So I stopped at a gas station, went in, got the Piccadilly pizza. You guys got that? Anyway, I don't know. That's, that's, I've seen it pretty universal. I've seen it all the way out in Vegas. I've seen it all the way here in the Twin Cities. I think I've even seen it in Wisconsin. Just this gas station pizza. It's good. I'm sure it's absolutely horrible for you, but it's there, and it was $2.50. Gargle, 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 gargle. <clears throat> Finally, get back home. I think I got home at like 6.40 before the monsters came out. And that last gauntlet, because once you get into the trees, see, South Dakota, they don't got a lot of trees. You can, you can see the deer. Minnesota trees right up to the interstate. Like, oh, shit. I feel like Luke Skywalker flying through the through the, the approach. Blop, 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 blop. Just like looking for deer. And made it no deer. And so now I have to calm down. I have to relax. So I did. I, did. I went to my cigar lounge in the Twin Cities. Not in the Twin Cities. <laughs> Goes to a you don't go to the Twin Cities, you go to the suburbs where you don't get pillaged and raped, where where your car won't be broken into, where people are generally civil towards one another. Although I've always had that uh, policy ever since I moved out of ever since the fine citizens of Minneapolis decided to vote upon themselves a 400% increase on their property taxes in seven years. I have made it my purpose and point to give the Twin Cities as little business as possible. So I'd only give money. I would only shop at Sebastian Joe's Ice Cream, Jack's Cafe. But if it could be gas, could be dinner, nope, to the burbs. I'm not even a big fan of the burbs. You know, there were some good restaurants. There are some good. Psycho Susie's is a great restaurant. Danger Betty, same owner. Great businesswoman, by the way. Uh, that gal, that gal's sharp. Um, you know, if you, if you need to do something in the Twin Cities. <clears throat> but it's like, nope, nope. You people keep voting to take all my money. You keep voting. You, you destroy your own. No, not going there. Nope. Not to mention, I had a couple cars broken into. 
Some dick in St. Paul pushed my motorcycle over, and then they knew what they were doing. They tightened and loosened my my brakes, which is actually quite dangerous because also my brakes weren't working. I really had to press down. Um, the the the, the uh, clutch was way too quick. <clears throat> Almost killed it. And that's like, yeah, you know what? You guys are a bunch of dicks. Ah, no, no, no. I don't care what you say, what you virtue say. No, city people, pretty much dicks. You're a bunch of fucking assholes. I don't even know why I didn't do anything on my I didn't, I didn't like cut anybody off. No one gave me the finger. But I just like, who, what fucking asshole does that? And boring as the burbs are, cars never been broken into. No one's fucked with my motorcycles. I'm not panhandle that. And so I went to the cigar. I'm chilled out. Just chilled out. Got insulted by the guys. That was a kind of the funny thing. It's like coming back, you know, you're just doing this. It's a physically, I wouldn't say taxing, but demanding thing to ride nine hours, nine and a half yesterday with the crosswinds and all the extra gas stops. And like you go on this adventure and that was, there was that time standstill things for everybody else while you went on this, you know, adventure, it was a vacation, whatever. And like you expect this homecoming, like you you you've sailed across the Atlantic. You're like, oh, I have made it back now. Ha ha! Welcome. And the GF understood. You're like, oh hi, I like it, babe. But then you get, yeah, I came back. Oh hey, yeah. Like it was. I I did the math. I calculated how far I could make it. Yeah, I made it to Mitchell on reserve. Yeah, I would have made it to the next. That's pretty good efficient use, don't you think? This adventure I had. And then I I test the the poison ivy on the Elk Creek uh, Elk Creek Trailhead. No one, no one. Bueller, Bueller. Oh, never mind. Yeah, how about those twins that aren't playing? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, what are people gonna do without their sports ball? So Cappy's back. Um, let's get some <clears throat> super chats in here because you guys have already been on. Uh, Romar Jamblaos. Ignacio, is that was it? Cappy ties. Thank you. Thank you, Romar. Thank you very much. Appreciate that there. Let's get uh, scrolling on. Uh-oh. Cynic in Chief is in the house. You know what? It's Cynic in Chief. Uh, uh, Troy. Troy Costalecki. Morning, Cappy. Morning, Troy. How you kids doing? Arcady, our good uh, agent out west, agent in the field. Arcady for 10 bucks. How do you feel about them counting probable cases as actual COVID positive cases? To You're asking the wrong. I was. Oh, to finish off my story. I come back and Al Molyneux kicked off of Facebook. Facebook or no, YouTube. Facebook uh, is now getting boycotted. <laughs> what happened? Can I go on vacation and, and the world not go to shit? Can I just... And you're one, you know, I'm going to stay off the news. I'm going to stay off the news. I'm not on Facebook. I, I got the messenger thing. Every great once in a while, and I was just like, it's so much nicer not having Facebook. It's just so much nicer. And I think to calm down, because I have to, I have before I go into the doctor, I really got to make a good effort. I'm just not paying attention to the news anymore. I'm just not. Uh, how do you feel about them counting probable cases as actual COVID positive cases to justify a fake spike in cases? Well, I think it's wrong and unethical and evil. That's, I mean, if this is true, this is the new standard per the CDC. And how long will this tyranny go on for? Uh, it'll go on. I, I thought they were joking. 
uh, to give a plug out to Turd Flinging Monkey, a, a dirty vice I enjoy listening to, even though I disagree with him on several things. Um, he says, this is going to go on until the election. I'm like, this is the I, you know what? It could, it absolutely could. I'm like that. No, no politician would be that stupid to continue doing this to their people. Um, and inevitably, you know, I, I like to keep things simple because I don't, I don't get into conspiracy or overcomplicated political analysis because most politicians are not that smart. We're talking your 110 to 115 IQ. So they're not that crafty. It's not that complex. Um, inevitably, whether you're a Republican or Democrat or independent, it doesn't matter. You'd say, dude, this is enough. We're going to have to take our chances with this because we are causing way more damage. The, the solution or the cure is worse than the disease. You know, this is, this is really like one of those old timey, commercials for Zergurgle fluff. Oh, do you suffer from bad gallstones and you're an old dude? Do you have the gout? You know, that's an old man disease, the gout. See, he's got a the. See, you know, it's serious if you got the gout, the regular gout. As I, but I, oh, he's got the gout. Oh, did he go to the Carlson School of Management? Gurgleplex, have you got gout? Oh, one in 10 men. Side, side effects include, you know, amputation, blindness, deafness, shriveled penis and you're like whoa hang on and i think inevitably people would say look we're just gonna take our chances or we're gonna modify like old people frail people please stay indoors because what it's on coming up on three months now right three months this is south dakota was open it was very open and and i think the governor i don't know for sure but uh, because you could go anywhere but it was up to the individual stores and business owners to do what they wanted some required, you know, a mask like Menards. Okay. It's private. You do what you want. All right. That, that's fine. Do what you want. Um, you know, some employees are wearing masks. Others aren't. I think that's the way to do it. And even though I, I believe there is a disease, I think my chances of getting it or, or, or I could get it. My chances of getting it are actually quite high. Me dying from it or suffering from it, very low. So I don't care. I really don't. Uh, but out of respect for other people, you know, if they're they're frail or their systems are compromised or old people, I kind of give them a wide berth. <clears throat> if I need something, they want a mask. Okay, I'll put a mask on. All right, that's fine. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't know. The tyranny is going to be state by state. And a lot of it's self self-forced. Uh, you know, people want to walk around with masks all the time, even though they got the all clear. Fine, go ahead. I... This is what I'm trying to avoid, Arcady. I, I, and all of you should do this too. Everyone should just take like a week off from news, a week off from news and a week off from social media, except for the Clary podcast, the older brother podcast and good morning, Corona champ. <clears throat> and you should all go buy my books, curse of the high IQ, how not to become a millennial bachelor pad economics. And I don't want to pull up any more books. Just chill out. Chill out, man. Just chill out. I'm doing that. I came back and like now Molyneux is off off YouTube, which is hilarious because he's a white supremacist. That anybody who has listened to Mo, unless he said some things more recently and different, anyone who has consumed a, a good sampling of Stefan Molyneux knows he's not a white supremacist. <clears throat> 
Richard Spencer, on the other hand, maybe. <laughs> but it it's just proof. And guys, you know what? Whether it's BitChute or DLive, I'm just going to keep on going until the uh, until the YouTubes or the Googles or the Twitters decide, oh, nope, that's it. And then we're all, see, everyone's, we're like, oh, they won't have YouTube. Soon no one's going to have YouTube. The The next article I got pulled up was the, the left is attacking Facebook. None of, with this psychopathy, with this insanity, and it is among the left. They, I thought they'd wait till they wiped out right-wing conservative, simply non-leftist. I wait till they wipe out the last non-leftist. And then they go after their own. Now they're going after anyone. These guys are feral. They're zombies. They'll, they'll eat their own. They're like lampreys. The lampreys will attack each other if they think they can get some blood out of it. And soon the, these platforms, they're not platforms, these clubs are not going to be able to exist because they keep kicking other people out. Because it is, it is an, a mental illness. They are being driven by the, whatever this hierarchy, I guess, is. Because if you're a leftist, you're not going to work. You're not going to produce something. You're not going to look at your accomplishments. You're going to derive value by being a better person than the other person. According to your fucked up, it's not even socialism, although it certainly plays a, this victimhood identity politics, I guess, is the best way. This vert, this it's basically who's the best virtue signaler, who's the best Pharisee in the temple bragging about how great they are and how how good of a Christian they are. Jew back in the olden days, that was before Christianity, <clears throat> and so there's going to be nobody left. You know, and and for once I'm somewhat optimistic. Like, go ahead, people are still look. It's too late, uh, because the platform was open. People rose to prominence. People got their followers. People got their congregations. Whether you agree with them or not, okay. There's leftists I don't agree with, but they got their fuck, and they'll go somewhere else. Shit, Lycus took a like a ten year vacation or at least a five year. He came back. People are listening to him. By the way, Lycus is back. Oh, Terrence Pop, he's over on Bit Shooting D Live. I'll probably go to whatever platform it is. I don't know. I have other shit to do. And if this were to go away, I have other projects. I, there's always, I'm trying to get to Operation Evil. This would just make me get to Operation Evil a lot quicker. <clears throat> so, anyway, I, I know that it had nothing to do with your question. How long is it? The tyranny will go on as long as the individual uh, people choose to. And it's self-inflicted self, uh, tyranny. These people are are miserable. They're, they're putting their own muzzles on. They're feeling their own guilt for whatever sins their great, 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 great ancestors did or probably didn't do because most of the immigrants came in in the 1910s, 1890s. I, I don't, the, the, the tyranny is the mental illness most people in this country have via guilt or this not fervent, what's the word? I'm overzealous, this cultist, this insane, this extreme dedication to this mental illness in the form of this warped, fucked up religion or political cause. I they're they're, they're their own well, what does it say? <clears throat> the, there are no bars, you just gotta walk out, but they're they're their own prisoner, I guess. And making exceptions again for the old and the frail and then, you know, kids who have compromised immune. So I get that. I get that. 
<clears throat> but the other people like, oh my God, you know, the safety bunnies. The asshole at the gun range want to go to the gun range. Like, I saw that you carried your case over to the firing and then you took your gun out. Like, maybe you should go play on the far end of the gun range. Maybe you should go down there and, hey, go pick up some bullets. Go down there and pick up some bullets. Those people just, they're in their own world of hell. So I don't know, government sanctioned, uh, it'll be released based on state and pretty much along the line of Republican versus Democrat. Some Democrats might be a little bit more libertine. Some Republicans might be a little bit more controlling. It's, 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 I don't, but I don't care. I don't care. Adriano Ramos, our agent in Perth. How is your Irish temper? It's not Irish. It turns out I have no Irish blood in me. It's Scandinavian. They just, somebody came in and raped a whole lot of Irish gals. Uh, and now it's, it's Scandinavian blood, which I guess is more common than, than you think. Because uh, the Vikings from, what, 800 eight, Dude, they went all over the place. They're down in Constantinople. They were, uh, God, did they make it to Italy, I think, or whatever it was called back then. <clears throat> you guys be surprised. You know, I know most Scandinavians today are pussies, but a thousand years ago, 1,200 years ago, they were not. Uh, they were they were rape and pillage. It's good. It's good. It's just that that damn rearview mirror thing. And I got to worry, like, when I put the thing on, is it just going to go, Fop! <laughs> God exists. <laughs> There's more proof. Kevin McComber, our resident social. I kind of actually miss Kevin. I don't know about you, but I kind of miss Kevin, our resident socialist. Stefan Molnubad from YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, uh, FDS still not banned. What's FDS? I don't know <clears throat> what FDS is. Uh, Daniel Jamie. Oh, hey, Dan, how you doing? Say hi to the family for me. I don't want to say much more about Dan, but I just want to say hi to the family. Yeah, we, we, uh, we're good. We're good friends. A uh, super stick. Oh, shit. He did the super sticker. Dan, I don't get those. It doesn't show up on uh, my stream labs. Probably something fun or nice. Uh, and that is for four Swiss francs, I believe. Uh, Himanshu Aundi uh, for 100 rupees, Indian rupees. Your pick for the top used car model to buy in the five. Oh, dude, you're asking the wrong guy. I don't, have, I don't go by car. I go by price and mileage. That's what I do. Uh, I really like the Kia Rio. Um, I really liked it. It was reliable. It got me to where I was going to go. I like Kias. And thank for those are kind of the, so in general, but I've never driven the Elantra. They're coming up with some nicer, higher end ones. Uh, but honestly, what I've done, I used to go to Fast Fred, but I think Fast Fred passed away. He was over in Wisconsin and uh, I, I got a line with Fast Fred and he set me up with you know, some piece of junk used cars. But um, Fast Fred has, has passed away, I believe. And so now with the internet, what I do is I go on like auto trade or whatever. I set the range like 500 miles. $5,000 lower, 50,000 miles or lower. And well, in your case, five to 10,000. Yeah, use the internet, man. Um, and then get the Carfox report. But uh, I've had pretty good luck. And then the other thing you can do, um, you know, it depends on how ghetto y you want to be. Um, the last car I got was a salvage car. I went to, uh, we got a place called Eastside Auto here in the Twin Cities. 
And those guys specialize in, in insurance payoffs. So there's a rollover, hail damage, whatever. It's been totaled up by the insurance company. The engine's fine. Maybe it's got a dent. Maybe it's got something else. Uh, mine has hail damage. And I picked that up. Five grand and it had 40,000 miles. It's a lot of money for me to spend on a car. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what I would do. Five to 10, you'll get something really good. You'll get something like relatively new. Very low mileage, but yeah, man, be be a chooser. Go go set your range, especially include some southern states because of the lack of rust, and lack of salt on the roads. You should be able to find. What do you wait? If you're donating in rupees, though, are you coming to the United States? I don't know if it's going to work in India. If you're still in India, I don't know how cars work over there. Don't they have those little putt putts, the little three wheeled thing? You use it to haul chickens or whatever. But yeah, if you come to the United States, you know, Auto Trader, Car Soup, I didn't have too much success with, but Auto Trader's all right. Boop, 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 boop. John Flynn for five bucks. Is the Hawaiian shirt meaningful like your Alabama hat? No, um, it was uh, a cheap shirt the GF got me. Okay, okay, let me explain something. To you. I will explain women to you. <clears throat> I'm glad John asked this question. This is very important. Let your women choose your clothes for you. Let your women dress you. Now, I know right now the Rich Coopers of the world and the Rolo Tomasis and all you alpha dudes. Are, oh, no. Oh, especially Piggott. Piggott totally disagrees. Adam Piggott, pushingrubberdownhill.com. Look, if you have a significant other, if you care about her, you're not out trying to scam for other chicks, okay? And it's too tiring anyway on top of it. So what do you care that you look like, all right? So logically deducing, the only reason you should dress up, aside from not getting arrested because you could walk around naked if you wanted to, is to make your girlfriend or significant other happy. And so <clears throat> if I've learned this by trial and error. Uh, it's like we'll be driving around. And I'm like, you want to go to Old Navy? You want to go to this? You want to like get me a new shirt? Like, ah! and, she, and, and, she's, and just indulge them. Nine out of ten times they buy you this shirt. You're like, well, this is great, you know. And this is one of those. I don't, I think, truthfully, maybe Walmart. <laughs> if I, like, hey, that looks nice, and we put it on, and it's like, yeah, it's really good. You look like the great one. I'm like, oh, okay, this is my great one shirt. And um, so it has no meaning, but it it was a shirt that the GF got me. I appreciate when, and then I put it on, and then the girls are happy. They're happy you're wearing nice clothes. You don't look like a bachelor schlep. Although I have certainly plenty of those clothes too. But yeah, let let not only let your girlfriend or wife go shopping for their clothes. Don't go shopping with them for their clothes. Never do that. No. You pick the lingerie and that's it. You never go shopping for their clothes. Unless you go in dress shopping, like nice dress shopping. Then you go and like you buy them a dress. That's very nice. Then they get excited and get to wear it. And you're like, yeah, yeah, no, no. Like, yeah, put that one on again. But I'm talking like the regular daytime clothes. You never go clothes shopping with women. Dress shopping for it, yes, because you're the one that's got to enjoy lingerie, yes. Uh, but but regular clothing, no. Shoes, no. You let them go. But if you want to make them happy, say, "Let's go shopping. I need you to pick me out some some shirts." They are happy as punch, and you don't care what they. You want me to wear this ridiculous looking pink cornflower blue getup? Fine. You know what? You don't care. Now, thankfully, my girlfriend has very good taste. Uh, 
but yeah, you just, you just, and just, and they'll be, you let, and yeah, whatever. You know what? Drop 40 bucks, whatever. Drop some money on that. And, and then, hey, you want, I, I need a new shirt. I need some new pants. Never had so many pants in my life. <laughs> Guys only really wear two sets of jeans. I have five pairs of jeans. I will last me until I'm dead. But no, the Alabama and the Alabama hat. My dad just got me that hat. That's all he, he just got me the hat. I didn't even know it was Alabama. I thought it was Auburn for the longest time. Be like, hey, roll tide. I'm like, what? <clears throat> I didn't know who uh, Nick Saban was. Uh, Chris at Phoenix for two bucks. Crappy, which motorcycle has the best resale value? I don't know. <laughs> Look, guys, every vehicle I get, I drive into the ground. Um, I. I have ended up donating my vehicles to, uh, oh, what's it called? It's a nonprofit and it helps, uh, it helps poor people. They teach them how to become mechanics. And so they need a bunch of junkers, you know, like, this is how you take this apart. Here's how a car. So, uh, and you get like a, a tax deduction on it. Uh, Newgate, Newgate, I go to Newgate. So anyone in the Twin Cities, you want to help out some legitimately industrious, hardworking, poor people go there. So you donate your car and um, you get a, but my cars are on their last legs. Uh, the last motorcycle I got rid of was my 2006 Ninja and had like 55,000 miles on it. And the street bikes, they can't, they, they'll come pick it up. If they say, oh, send us a picture. I'm like, here it is, here it is, here it is. Like, we could give you about this. I'm like, okay. <clears throat> and then the guy saw, he's like, Dude, what did you do to this thing? I'm like, what? He's like, I've never seen a crotch rocket with 50,000 miles on. The forks were going and this and that. He's like, I can give you 800. I'm like, fine, take it, get it out of here. So, um, yeah, the uh, I don't know which motorcycle has the best resale value. I may, I guess Indians, because uh, they're more works of art. Harleys are, there's so many of them, and they're so unreliable that, I mean, if you want, a nice, good-looking motorcycle. And most motorcycles have very few miles on them because people don't ride them. Very few people ride them long distances. They're designed to go. Uh, one of my Hondas is up to like 40000 almost now. <clears throat> Oil change, basic maintenance, new tires, you know. Uh, but it's not sexy. But if you get like, uh, there's some of them. I went on a, uh, it was in Nemo, South Dakota, two trips ago. And they had an old classic motorcycle uh, rally. And there's just some beautiful motorcycles. There's some from the from the 40s. So I guess uh, like an Indian uh, Einfelds, maybe, if, if, they're, if they're works of art, then you maintain its value. But it really is just a, it's an art piece. But your regular Harley, you know, the guy who beats the crap out of his Honda, those uh, long distance riders with the side, um, <clears throat> those guys are hardcore. They're higher up, the piston, one piston engine on the side. They have that so you can switch it out real easy in case you. The ones that you drive down to Tierra del Fuego with, those you just beat up and you get rid of. But a resale value, you want an old classic that looks nice. Cynic and Chief for two bucks. Corona too. So now us working class can loot and riot. No. There is, you, you form militia, you form civilian, um, teams, you form civilian protection corps. That's, that's what you do. 
Uh, Delon for five bucks, really struggling in the oil industry right now. Our business unit is down to 750 profit per day. <clears throat> the new normal, is that bad? 750,000 per day? Our business unit is down to some. What, uh, is oil booming? Are you being facetious? Uh, let's get up here. I don't want you to name your company that you're at there, Delon. But you are essential. What's it like to be essential? I do. Wait staff is coming back, thankfully. Well, I feel bad for the wait staff. They actually do real work and real jobs. Oh, but the teachers. Oh, can you be replaced by the internets? All the professors. Oh, I can't wait to see how many schools don't open in about a month and two months, two and a half months. Kevin McComer, $1.99. Huge spike in states that opened too early. I, I don't I don't believe it. I don't believe anything, Kevin. I'm sorry. I just don't believe it. I don't even believe I'll, I have an article here. It was right-wing news. I'm like, hang on. Is this true? You got Fox has been caught lying. CNN has been caught lying. Or at least heavily skewing. And so a little bit of a bright side. Maybe everyone's making the – here may be a shocker journalists may be spinning the news and exa exaggerating it a bit to get clicks. I know that may be shocking. It may be brown journalism. There may be no integrity. In so it's not as bad as you think. I don't know. Ke Kevin, send a link or can you guys not provide links in the chat room? Miguel Angel Casillas, you got any Mexican in you? Would you like to? No, I have no Mexican. Uh, I do have Spaniard. That was a shock. 18% Spaniard. And then, you know, Atham and those Hanyagers. Ah, we Paisan now. I was like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I have no Mesoamerican blood in me. Although Mexicans uh, have an interesting because you see the Spanish influence, the German influence, uh, French influence, uh, European influence in general. But then the, the Mesoamerican, meaning the original natives, uh, Aztec, Incan. That kind of thing. Um, so they're all over the map. But I have a, yeah, I, no one knew that. I'm like Spaniard. And I like to think I, that's why I know how to salsa dance. That's why I'm, I'm good with the Latinas. AI Empire, do you think we're heading for a global depression? Well, yeah, we are. It, we're already, well, how can I put it? If a meteorite hit the earth, a big one, didn't wipe it out, but caused some chaos and damage. Was there anything wrong with the economy? No, it's a natural disaster. That's what this is. This is a natural disaster. A tornado wiped out a town. Was there something wrong with the town's economy? No, it's just bad things happen. And that's, I don't know, maybe that's why I'm not too worried about it. Like there wasn't a structural problem with the economy that we had to digest and restructure and reform like the, you know, the housing bubble, like our lending policies. Um, so on paper, yes, we're in a global depression, but there's nothing wrong with the economy. You know, it, it the fundamentals are fine. It's fine. Our, we didn't overinvest in this. We didn't underinvest in that. I mean, to certain extents we have no economy is perfectly fine tuned all the time. All we need is to let people be free. And I've seen this dude, Deadwood was hopping. I walked into Cadillac Jack's. I'm like, why are there so many cars here? Gambling. 
everyone's gambling. No little curtains or, or you know, no one's, the, the dealer wasn't doing it in a hazmat suit. Everyone was normal. Everything was fine. <clears throat> oh, and by the way, I have now known the first person, though this is one, two, three times removed from me, to get uh, the COVID. And she had a little bit of a headache for two days, and that was it. So that's the one person I know that has it or had it. Uh, so there's demand built up. People want to get out and live life again. You're not going to stop. I even wrote an article. What are Americans but consumers? They have no love. They have no family. Okay, I mean, they bred. I mean, they have children. They might even have a spouse, but they have no family. Nobody loves each other. It's all about things. It's all about SUVs. It's all about going out there. Biscotti and wine tasting and Tina and getting their nails done. Not getting your nails done, but you go to with all the other girls. Oh, my goodness. Ship your kid off to daycare. Remember that? Oh, my God. I got to raise my own kid panic that every American woman had except, oops, wait, I love my children. All the guy like, I can't wait to get back to work because I hate my wife. Oops, wait, what, what? It's all consumption. And right now, you've cut that off. You've cut off consuming food and drink. Oh, the obesity addicts, people who are addicted to food. What are they going to do? They got nothing else to do in life. You've taken away the number one thing from Americans. The only thing that gives them value, their consumption, the materialism. You damn right they're going to go running back. And no one gives a day. We've been uncoupled from budgeting. Did you have did you have seven years feast, seven years famine saved up? No, they didn't have that saved up. Government bailed us out. Trump of all people, which is another reason I don't give a fuck anymore. It's like we just printed off three trillion. You know, I was critical. Let me let me show you how it doesn't matter which which what letter is in front of your president's name. <clears throat> LBJ was the biggest all-time spender as a percent of GDP. Okay, and he held the he held the title for a long time until Bush Jr. came along and blew him out of the water. Okay, until Obama came along and blew him out of the water, and Trump was kind of actually keeping it in you know in check. And then what? The flu? Print off three trillion dollars. Now he may not be an eight year president. We don't know, but adjusting for four years, he's probably tied with Obama for all time government spending as a percent of GDP, which is how you should measure it. So I don't, I don't care anymore. I just don't care. <clears throat> don't watch the guys. Why watch the news? Why tune in, tune into Corona. The great and merciful Corona Chan has blessed us all with the powers of the internet, the entertainment of a schmuck in a Hawaiian shirt. Telling you the finer points of hiking. So <clears throat> yes, AI empire. I do believe we are in a global depression on paper. Once we all, Loosen the fuck up. It's like, see, right now the world economy is like Minnesota girls. They're really tight. No, 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 no. The the metaphorical global female economy, she needs a stiff drink to loosen the fuck up and have some fun. I'm not talking naughty fun. I'm like ballroom dancing fun. Or just have a drink fun and chill the fuck out and relax. I'm going biking. Bye. See, 
And it tells, hey, you guys looking for a new hobby? A lot. Of, I get a lot of questions now on asshole consulting. Like, hey, uh, I don't have a job, and no, a lot of, of you college graduates. What should I do, dude? I'd go travel around. It's cheap. Hotels are cheap. If you read uh, Reconnaissance Man, great book right here. Uh, it is how to figure out. You might as well get this done now. This is a good use of your time. Figure out where you want to live in the United States. But it's also a good travel guide. Go hike. Go to Moab. Go to Monticello. Go to Zion. Go to Vegas. Go to Rocky Mountain National Park. Go to, uh, well, it's a hall. I, to be honest, I don't know if it's worth going to the Black Hills. I know I love the Black Hills, but that's because it's a day drive for me. But flights in and out are, are very expensive. And you get to see Mount Rushmore and the mountains aren't that great. So I leave it up to you. But if you're on the West Coast, dude, Californians. California. Stupid song. Stupid song. Stupid song. Stupid song. Oh, traffic, traffic, shit in the streets. Traffic, traffic, traffic. Uh, you guys got King Canyon. You got uh, Yosemite. Yosemite. You got... Um, well, all the Sierra Nevada, frankly. Arizona, go to oh man, it's a little hot. Do Flagstaff, stay on that plateau. Stay at Grand Canyon, guys. Go just 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 travel around. Those of you on the East Side, I guess you can go to the Rocky or Smoky Mountains. <laughs> I don't know what you do on the East Side. Uh, go to Atlanta. I don't know. Uh, go to Florida. Check off floor. Go to beaches. Go to go to Savannah. Go to Charleston. Go North Carolina. Go do something. <clears throat> if so, how should we prepare? Just, just you know, skill up in the meantime. We we are in a global depression. I almost guarantee you, based on numbers, unemployment super high. I even looked at unemployment figures because like, I don't care anymore. Me, an economist, like this is one of the most epic economic times ever. Like I don't know. I don't know. No one paid me. I'm, I'm out of here. Um, you should prepare by doing now what you're not going to have time to do when you get a job, when you're back, when we're, we're all going to be plugged back into the matrix soon enough, guys. So I strongly recommend you all go do your reconnaissance. It's summer. Montana's beautiful. Idaho is beautiful. Washington State's beautiful. If you don't have the money, I'd suggest you skill up. Um, that's another way you could prepare. Um, applying for jobs, maybe apply for them if, you, if you're in an industry that's hiring, but otherwise I think everyone needs to just, just wait, just wait. <clears throat> also, how are governments going to pay for all this crazy borrowing? Did you not know we are pr money, money printer go burr. We are printing money. That's how we're paying for it. Oh, there'll be some cute accounting magic at the federal reserve. See, now the balance sheet over here shows assets. So these are federal reserve or federal government securities. So that's how they're going to pay for it. The Josh. He is the Josh, just like the Carlson School of Management and the gout. Your vids help me from help me stop dating hot, dumb art students. Are there smart art students? The only smart artists I knew were the ones that like just were artists. They didn't go to school for it. Now dating a pharmacist. There you go. There you go. You got a smart STEM gal there. That's awesome. Dating a pharmacist lady. And things have been awesome since. Have fun. Have some fun employment. Josh. The, well, I'm glad the Josh. Hey, guys. STEM girls, they got jobs. 
they have to adhere to. That's another thing. If women are forced to study STEM, or they choose, I know it's forced, but they, they study STEM, they're forced into logic. And that trains the brain. Like, so they're capable of, of reasoning and economics and rationalization. You know, if A equals C and C equals B, A must also equal B, that kind of thing. There's none of this. I just feel, you know, that that's all gone. There's no feelings. It's what is. And you get a gal that's a, oh, she's, you don't have to worry. She's going to reach for her wallet every once in a while. Done with that for two bucks. Toyota Camry is always a solid choice. Yeah, yeah, it is. That is America's most reliable car, isn't it? What is he doing up there? He's always nailing something. Are we caught up on the super chats? I think so. No, hang on. I got one more. Evan Iver for two bucks. Nevada reopening on hold. Still worth going to Vegas. Um, <clears throat> for hiking, maybe. Uh, not really. I think you got to wear a mask in public. Um, yeah, Baldoni's not doing good. I because I mean that guy is a workaholic, and he's he's a true musician. He's got to he's got to do. He's got to perform. I feel real bad for him. I I would say no, not really. Um. Flights would be cheap. I mean, if you if you don't mind wearing a mask, yeah. And once you get out of Vegas, like you get out, people in Pahrump aren't gonna care if you've got a mask on or not. People out in Beatty aren't gonna care. There's no cops out there. But I, uh, yeah, I I don't know. All right, uh, Cabby's gonna take a potty break. We'll get uh, to the super, not the super chats. We'll get to the um, sponsors. We've got a bunch of articles to go through here. Some good news, though. Some good news. We'll be back. So everyone go sing Girl from Ipanema. All right. They must be doing construction or something. All right. 
Uh, the Good Morning Corona Chat Podcast is brought to you in part by the Rule Zero uh, Vegas Seminar. Uh, Rule Zero Vegas, what do they call it? Extravaganza? I don't know what they're calling it. Um, anyway, I'm going to be a speaker out there, and it's going to be in October. It's $999. Let's just get the bad news out of the way there first. Uh, <clears throat> people have been asking me, is it worthwhile? Should they go? All depends on you guys. Uh, it's not just me. It's going to be nine other speakers, so 10 guys total. Including some that you guys are, you know, more famous than me, obviously. Cooper, uh, Rolo, Stone, uh, Modern Life John, Troy Francis, and then um, four or five other guys that don't come to mind. I only know the other guys. I got to binge on the other guys' stuff so I don't sound like a complete idiot. I'm like, oh, hey, how you, what do you do? <clears throat> so um, it's going to be over two days. I think the seminar start at 10 or 11 a.m., hour each, five per day. Doesn't run too. You can sleep in. You can party. You can do whatever you want. Maybe you could gamble and drink. Maybe they'll be open. I don't know. Uh, and so it's it's a nice, easy, and it's not like we start. It's not going to be work. It's going to be relaxing. And it's going to be boom, boom, boom. Only an hour each. Uh, activities afterwards, meet and greet, that kind of thing. So you're going to get to meet everybody. Cappy. And yes, I am that short. Aaron, you look short. I am that short. Yeah, I'm pretty short. So like, oh, he's taller. No one ever said that. He's taller than I thought he'd be. Not, not once the same way. They're like, yeah, you're kind of the same asshole I thought you were. Yeah, yeah, I am. So don't be surprised. Like, oh, you're, you're the exact same. Always got to kick out of that compliment. I think it's a complimentary statement. You're the same way you are on the internet. Like, yeah. Why would I? Uh, it's not an act. I don't have time to act. So you see my happy, rosy, cheery self there. Um. And the other thing is it's going to be a bunch of guys that are going to be like you, like-minded people. I think if you're looking just for a breath of fresh air to hang out with other like-minded people, this would be the place. I th- I can't remember if it's 100 or 200 people that are uh, attending. But it's just <clears> – <throat> I've gone to seminars like that. I mean, sh- shoot, hanging out with the great one and uh, Piggott was like that. It was just like, oh, my God. Men – you know, one, they're men. Two, we didn't sit around and do nothing. Three, we had a good old time hiking out in Moab. It was uh, it was wonderful. Uh, so this would be a hundred guys or two hundred guys. Um, just you're, you're bound to meet, have some good intellectual conversation. So that's one thing to consider. Um, the other thing that's a sales to it, if you want, is each individual speaker is going to have their own field trip of sorts. Um, where they're going to go out and do things, fun stuff in, in Vegas. I don't know what everyone's doing. I know Modern Life John has a house, so you could just crash over at that. But not, maybe not crash, but you could go party there. It's the party house. Um, I forgot what role. Roll's going to do something. But I'm doing Cappy's Death March, the Death March from Hell. 14-mile trek up a hill, down and back. So if you do want to do that, get in shape and don't drink the night before. And then I got a plan B in case there's like weather because they do have weather out there. The mountain I'm kicking around climbing is uh, it's like one of the fronts to the rest of Vegas. And it's kind of like, yeah, storms have formed up there. You do get snow occasionally and it's going to be October. So uh, <clears throat> I got other plan B and C, uh, but there's that. And then, uh, yeah, you could go to whichever one you want. That sounds the most interesting. You're not committed to go to mine. If you bought the thing through me, if you want a ticket, let me know. Email me at capped capitalism, not capped capitalism, capped C A P T. I'll put it in the chat room here. C A P T capitalism at yahoo.com. 
All right, there you go. What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> You'd think I'd... See, it's God. God is God exists. The I come back. I come back. Good morning, Corona. Let's get in. No, 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 no. Aaron, why are you so angry? Because of this shit. This shit. Um. <clears throat> anyway, so uh, email me there. Let me know if you're interested in going. Seven people said they wanted to go. I only have four checks in the mail. Okay. So there are six checks or six spots open now. I'm allowed to sell 10. I, they gave me my allotment of 10. So there are now six. I came back. I thought, oh, maybe there'll be. <clears throat> and I say, first come, first serve. That means first people to send me a check, you get your spot reserved. That's how, that's how it's going to work. So if you're interested, email me. I'll give you details where to send the check, what to make it out to. Um, what else? Oh, and then because, you know, we don't know with coronavirus and everything, if it, is this going to continue? Is it going to, is it going to even happen? I am going to deposit your checks. I will cash them. The money will be held in escrow though, until the, uh, seminar happens that way. If the, um, if it gets canceled for whatever reason, I give you back your money. I'll just mail you a check back in exchange. And then, um, then yeah, that way you don't have to worry about losing your money. But you do expect a thousand bucks to come out of your account, okay? But I'm not gonna go spend it. I'm just gonna say, and Aaron, why? Because I don't want to hold on to your checks for like a fucking six months. That's basically it. And I could just and there's only ten of you if ten people sign up, and then off you go. So there are six left. <clears throat> um, that's about it. There you go. Got any questions? Let me know. Uh, what else? Oh, there's the uh, mug. I got a mug for sale. This is my shitty attempt at uh, merching. So there you go. That's in the chat room there. I forget which one. Is it a Corona Chan mug? Or is it the It's Just the Flu mug? Because these merch companies, yeah, it's just the flu mug. There you go. These uh, merch companies make it so fun where... Oh, that's allowed, but that's not allowed. This is allowed, but this isn't allowed. I got a supplier from my Sacramento agent in the field. She says, go to this guy. This guy in Vegas will take care of you. He doesn't care. You could put a big penis on it. He doesn't care. So I might have to go through them. But I will be uh, getting some more merch out there. Uh, the Better Bachelor. Check out The Better Bachelor on YouTube. Also, check out Terrence Pop on BitChute. And get his book, Killer of Killers. Good. Uh, it's different. He came up with an original idea. There's no doubt about it. And I like it. I gave it like four, four and a half stars out of five. The last four chapters were way too long. But he was doing a big setup. I mean, it's not painfully long. But for me, you know, my ADHD, DHD, DHD, does. Uh, but help out Pop because, of course, he's been banned from everything too. Uh, Dr. David Perodin at safetyphd.com. 405media.com. Check that out. Uh, Sam, man, if you're looking to use a Brave browser and not give marketers, advertisers, big tech your money through advertising, use the Brave browser. If you sign up through his Brave browser, hey, Doc's in the house. So is that them. Uh, you can cut off all advertising. Um, can't search. Google won't. It, it, it just it screws over big tech, okay? 
So if you want <clears throat> to strike back at big tech, go ahead, do that there. Uh, I already talked about how not to become a millennial. There's some of my other books, Worthless June. It's last day of June. June is Worthless Degree Awareness Month. Get that book for people that won't read it and that wonder why they're poor and in debt for student loans. The black man's got out of poverty because I wrote this book because I'm racist and we all hate black people here. The Pence Principle, I didn't write this one, by Randy Bentwick. Short one, but basically how not to get falsely accused of sexual harassment, rape, assault, and have your career ruined in the process. Because remember, you're not going to be dragged in front of the cops or a court of law. You will be dragged in front of the court of public opinion or one of those circus courts at colleges and universities. And like you're wondering, like, Cappy, if they don't go to the cops, then what does it matter? Well, let's say you believe everyone has to go to college and you invested $75,000 in three years of your life going to a college to get a degree. And then uh, Tilly Magoo, you know, uh, claims that you, after a night of way, hey, hey, with Tilly Magoo, and Tilly Magoo says, hey, when do we get to see each other again? It was very consensual. And you say, oh, I'm not into it anymore. And she decides, oh, that was rape retroactively 48 hours ago. Or in the case of Brett Kavanaugh, 36 years ago, if it even happened. Uh, you are now up shit crick because the time and money you invested in your college degree can not be taken away from you, but you might be get, uh, get kicked out of that school. At which point, you sh if you have proof that you didn't do anything was consensual, you should leave that school immediately and just go to another school and finish off your degree there. But that's how they have leverage over you. That's how, like, <clears throat> like the University of Iowa. Oh, Aaron Clary, like, I don't go to the university. I'm not even a student. You have no power over me. But if you attend it and you've invested everything up to that point, it's probably the most important thing in your life. Now they got leverage over you. So boys, I'm going to recommend this to girls too because it's only in your best financial interest. Go to school online. At least for your first two years, get your prereqs out. If you're going to go to college at all, go to school online. Save your money. Save your time. Save rent. You don't have to spend money on, although many schools will only be online uh, this uh, fall semester. But just don't bother... Colleges hate men. They are very misandrous. And I will stand by that because they are very bigoted against men. Oh, they'll say it's affirmative action. No, no, no. You just don't go to college physically unless you absolutely have to. And if you do, it's just like work. You go there, you get your job done, you get your degree, and then you leave. So that's, that's, that's why. And, and in the meantime, there's other bits of advice like that in this book, The Pence Principle. It's how to follow the Pence Principle. It also applies to work. You know, don't shit where you eat. There's a story in here about some guy who offered football tickets that he had to some gal and he got called into HR and it was very, you know, no. <clears throat> um, so enjoy the decline for those of you who, God, wasn't this book prophetic? When did I write this one? How old is this? 2013, that's seven years ago. Look at that. Worthless is now eight years, nine years old. This one's seven years old. And then I have my best of books, the best of Captain Capitalism. These are just the best posts from my blog. They're organized based off a topic. And what I'm particularly proud of, but no one liked it, is this one, um, Love Letters to the Left. Um, each one has its own artist pinup, and it's good. I'm 
you know, it's just in, ca- in case Google, does Google ban people? Oh, oh, oh will they? Oh, is the book burning going to go on? Will they burn my books? Well, now I got that. Look at it. So even if my blog is taken down, uh, the vast, vast, vast majority of its written works are backed up in physical paperback, Kindle, and audiobook. <clears throat> there you go. Uh, Pushing Rubber Downhill. Go to pushingrubberdownhill.com to tune in to the podcast, Pushing Rubber Downhill, the blog, read the blog, Pushing Rubber Downhill, read the book, Pushing Rubber Downhill, and uh, the blog, and then the podcast, if you want to listen to Pushing Rubber Downhill, all by our good friend, Adam Piggott, the world's pet kangaroo. Um, I finished listening to him. I'm all caught up with Piggott. Uh TJ was saying his, he's like, oh, he's getting really dark. I'm like, well, wouldn't you? <laughs> TJ is telling people people are getting dark. <laughs> and we got some other podcasters you might want to tune into. Masculine Geek. You can find them on YouTube, MasculineGeek.com. The Goddamn Bacon. Jack Napier on uh, on YouTube. Red Evening. RobSays.net. The Black Brigade at BlackBrigade.org. And he also has a YouTube channel. I'm going to put that there. I wonder what the heck they're doing. <clears throat> there we go. Uh, academiccomposition.com. I don't know. I got to talk to Alex. I'm kind of curious how his business is doing. Because if no one's going to physical school and it is summer, it's going to be a real interesting market come fall. Uh, anyway, if you are attending classes online, uh, I guess there's really no way for the T I mean, in the old days you'd print it off, you'd sign it, you know, you would type something up and you print it and then you sign it and they look at you and that was you. Um, <clears throat> now I'm like, how do you, how do they verify the veracity of your, uh, that it's you that wrote, I don't know how they do it. And no one cares. Let's just be completely one of the largest clients that uh, Alexi has are masters and, and PhD students. So your professors probably some today even, no doubt, certainly in the future, have or will have paid other people to do their papers for them, to got to get their degrees for them. I technically have a master's degree in supply chain management, which, by the way, is bullshit. Right? And not because I went to school, but because I got somebody. I did all their homework. I'm like, this is all bullshit. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, yeah, those they probably don't care. What do they care? What, leftists? Morality, discipline, ethics, they don't care. Long as you write the feel-good Marxist vagina juice down, you know, oh, give us money because we deserve. A plus. Fine. They got to be so depressed. They got to be so like smoking the cigarettes, perpetually angry, pissed off in their life that nothing went the way. Their communist revolution isn't happening. And when it does, it's not going to be anything what they think it's going to be. Oh, so yeah, I don't think they really care whether or not you're, you're writing your own papers or not. And I don't know how they're going to verify it if you're doing it online. And since all your first two years is nothing but a wealth transfer, a tax to pay and subsidize for worthless liberal arts professors and adjuncts, you have no intellectual or or commitment or uh, obligation to, oh yeah, this has nothing to do with my degree. Let me spend my time trying to figure out, it's really hard. Like with STEM or math, or say it, it makes sense. It has to make sense. There's a correct answer. 
writing a paper on women's studies? Oh, go fuck yourself. What do you feel like giving me today, doc? What do you feel like giving me today, prof? Hey, teach, what, what grade do you feel like giving me today? Did your cat throw up? Guess I'm getting a D plus, huh? Oh, were you high on a bottle of wine? I guess I'm getting an A minus. As long as I write whatever slop you want, it's, just, it's all arbitrary. <clears throat> so have Alex and his team of writing staff write your bullshit papers for you at academiccomposition.com. If you're looking for a job, you want to do it from home because, well, all jobs have to be done from home now. Isn't that fun and amazing how, oh, we can't work from home. No, that's a privilege. And now we're, stay at home. Don't come in. Everybody work from home. Took a pandemic, but I still won in the end. How many wins is that me over boomer leaders? Dot com, Asian currency, housing, education, and now working from home. Is that five? Is Cappy five and oh? Five and oh against his elders, huh? You boomers need to go hike <clears throat> straight southwest, starting from Moab without the benefit of water and ropes. Just go straight southwest and keep on going until you get to Flagstaff. Let me know when you get to Flagstaff. Oh, my God. No one showed up to Flagstaff. Where'd they all go? I, they, were, they were all knowing and knowledgeable. They knew so much more than me. They must have been, They must have got here early, and I was late, and they said, that stupid Aaron Clary doesn't know anything. He's just, these young and say, they don't know. And I, I weren't leaving. They must have left already. I'm sure there's not corpses between Moab and Flagstaff. Sure we won't find any on the Grand Escalante. They're so meek now. They're so timid and so shuddy-uppy. Uh, what do we got? Atham's in the house, too. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for a job, academiccomposition.com, write papers and do marketing for Alex. Tell him Cappy sent you. And that's all good. Noncommunistsciencefiction.com. Go to noncommunistsciencefiction.com. If you're looking for reading, but you like science fiction, but you don't like communism. Now that's a small Venn diet. That's a very few niche books where it's science fiction, but not communism. And my good friend, Michael Kingswood, has that. He sent me some GoFundMe thing. I, I, I'm sorry, Mike. I, just, I'm, I was out busy working and, and vacationing. So check out noncommunistsciencefiction.com. And then Bunker Basics, as the world goes to pot, maybe, maybe, maybe you want to know about survival. Maybe you want to know about prepping. Maybe you want to know about, like, gee, what kind of gun should I get to kill what kind of animal? How do I skin a deer? All that other stuff. Go to BunkerBasics.com with Bunker Bob. He's got a pod, uh, a blog over there. I think he's got a podcast too, but go to Bunker Basics. Check out Bunker Bob. And he promotes uh, Enjoy the Decline. So Enjoy the Decline is like the <clears throat> mental, the mentally healthy, the, the uh, therapy, mental therapy book you're going to need in a post-apocalyptic world. Uh, the Science of Mastering Women. Written by Linda Gross. You can check out her show uh, by just searching Linda Gross Podcast. She has a, the Linda Gross Podcast. Put that in there. And she wrote a book, The uh, Science of Mastering Women, that has codified women as much as possible um, using science, sociology, as much as you can. You're still going to have to hit the gyms. But if you want to study something in edge, that's that's as as complete of a book as you're going to get. Lots of numbers, lots of data. 
I know a lot of you wonks, you policy wonks, you math wonks, you algorithm wonks. Like, is this the cheat code? It's not the cheat code. It just increases your chances. It's like a book on how to play blackjack. You still, there's still some luck involved. Still some luck. By the way, you have to play. But take a look at that. Um, <clears throat> the science of mastering women. And then if you would like to help out the shoe, you can by going to olderbrother.com slash donate. Uh, three ways you can help out. You can donate through PayPal. You don't get anything there. I'll put the link in the chat room if you guys want. <clears throat> uh, you can do all your shopping through my Amazon affiliate program. You click on the link. Then you do your shopping. You don't go to Amazon. They're like, oh, my God, what do I do? You go to olderbrother.com slash donate. You click on the Amazon link, and I get a 2 to 5% commission or cut. They're slowly getting rid of that. Remember the good old days when you used to be able to make money as a as a mommy blogger affiliate? But then you couldn't talk about your children because now it's pedophilia all the time. Uh, and then what's the other one? Oh, then there's Patreon. Yeah. Uh, but uh, go if, – if, look, if you want to – here's the deal. I will probably be getting rid of Patreon uh, because they are, uh, in their latest, taking the knee. We're going to give money to black content creators. Like, okay, that's racism. That's racism. I don't deal with racism. Either way, you're content of character, not color of skin. Done. <clears throat> so that's way down on my to-do list. Uh, and I'll be going to a different alternative to Patreon. So if any of you guys know an alternative to Patreon that works well, let me know. Uh, but for now, if you want to get access to the Road Trip Podcast, Mary Jo's pinups, da-da-da-da-da, and uh, – how sanity is the future of wealth. Go throw your dollar in for this month. I, I don't know what the minimum donation is. I think it's a buck. It gets you access to everything. I didn't do like platinum level and gold level and onyx level. So if you want that, throw it in, read through it, download your podcast, get your heart's content. Cause that will be going away. Once I get around once, once dumb shit, like uh, my rear view mirror stops falling off. When that dumb shit ends up, stop happening. Then I'll get to other stuff. Swear to God, all this back office bullshit you got to do. And it's all because of politics, all because these fucking sanctimonious, sensory, tyrannical, do good social justice. You just, you, what, you guys in Silicon Valley can't just be happy being the greatest programmers in the world? <clears throat> Can you just be happy? No, you got to add politics to it. Now you got to, you got to censor. And, and now it's just, it's just a fucking mess. You add more labor to you. You add more labor to us. I can't. Can I? Can I trust this platform? Can I trust this platform? What? What if I said I want to lower taxes and I want people to stop collecting welfare? Is that is that all right? What if I tell women to maybe love people instead of putting their career first? Is that sexist? What? What if I tell you guys I'm sick and tired of all the virtue signaling and politics and all my day-to-day -day interactions? Is that going to be a problem? When and then how how much how quickly is Overton's window going to go? Where all of a sudden nothing's going to be allowed, as kind of evidenced by Facebook. When does the insanity end? So go there. <clears throat> Throw your buck in for the month and then end your get get all your get all your data. Get everything you need. And then end it. Cancel your subscription because that'll be going away. And I'll have a new one. And, and for all you guys who were, were kind enough to be patrons, thank you very much. We made made a little bit more than beer money. 
But I, I just, I've just had enough. I and dude, switching out of Betterment was a pain in the ass. If any of you got like your IRAs or your retirement funds through uh, any of these, any of these financial firms, uh, just to warn you, it is a four day process and it is a pain in the ass. And it's just, it's all that extra work, all that extra. And not only are they going to lose business, and now think about this. You you triple the amount of work, okay? You lose business because you're being genuinely discriminatory and bigoted, right? People are now going to send you a request to, to stop working, you know, same thing with my cell phone company. Got to leave T-Mobile. Now you have to spend some of your employees' time, you, you're going to incur costs closing my account, all right? Now we are, and I'm not talking, well, it's not us. I'm just saying, look how inefficient this is for the economy, for the overall, for all of us here. <clears throat> so now there's unnecessary work on your part. There's additional unnecessary work on the new company's part. Now, I'm sure they're happy to get the money. I'm not talking about money. No, no new production occurred here. It's the same cell phone service. It's the same, you know, IRA account. Nothing has changed, but now we're wasting time and labor. So now the new receiving company, whether it's for a cell phone contract or my insurance or whatever else, now they got to spend more time. Okay. I also have to spend more time that I could spend more time producing new stuff, new entertainment, whatever else, writing a new book, finishing off. a no. Because you guys decide to get political, you triple sink labor costs that could have gone to other things. We could have had triple the amount of economic, real economic production had you just not been political. <clears throat> and so on my to-do list of shit I don't want to do, but have to, out of principle, is that after getting a rear view mirror, because I can get a ticket if the rear view mirror isn't there. Because the Minnesota cops have so much on their hands right now. So there you guys go. Um, Let's go to the super chats and make sure we're not falling too far behind. Our good buddy, Atham. I are a little tired. 96 hour work week this time. That's it. So what? Two shifts, seven days in a row. That's it. Come on. Come on, even forty. I have to bust his balls a little bit because that is a pretty good work week. But I remember doing like one forties, like just no sleep whatsoever. The great one, he's also God. What did he do? How many hours are there in a week? It's one hundred sixty nine seven times twenty four, one hundred sixty eight. Okay, yeah, I remember doing the one forties. I think the great one was up to one hundred thirty. Hmm. Atham needs money, so then he works harder. Atham, should he just complain about the government or the people or the isms and the and the tisms, the reasons and the seasons? How it's not your fault? Atham, what are you doing working so hard? Oh, where'd it go? A couple of new ones came in here. Hang on. Hang on. Don't want to miss them. Don't want to miss them. Feel bad if we miss the the super chats. Wow. Okay. 
Dems tax and spend, Republicans borrow and spend. That's true. That's that's true, Kevin. Yeah, you're more right. That that you you hit it. But the tax is the same thing. It's it's the same. It, it's still a tax. There is no there is there is no benefit. Although we do have to admit, uh, Obama, I think to this day has the highest record of deficit spending as a percent of GDP. So um, I think I think maybe Obama kind of, but but both they're they're guilty of both. Both parties are guilty of both. Uh, Anthony CMA for two bucks. Why the fuck aren't you wearing your face mask? <laughs> Hang on, I'll put it on. Give me a second. There we go. Nope, wrong way. Atha gave me this. I'll talk. I'll talk as uh, El Chaparito. Uh, so there's my face mask. I, I I am tempted to wear this thing uh, out in public. So you know, but, but just put a little face mask over this. <laughs> See you, people. <laughs> Get some looks. They'll leave me alone. The competent end, Piggot. Piggot podcast. What's that? P I G G O T T. Not Piggot, uh, although you did spell that phonetically correctly. It's P I G G O T T. I guess it's a common British Australian name. I don't know. Deuces of growth uh, for two bucks. Do you think the World Bank World Trade Center or World Trade or WTO shouldn't exist? Uh, I'm not against it. it like pretty much every international government organization went well beyond what it was intended to do. I really do like their economic research, so I, I'm biased in that sense. But not really, no. The idea is good, but look, if company uh, companies, if countries want to borrow money for infrastructure development, they can go to the international lending markets. We don't, we don't need them. And you know what's really helped out poor countries across the, across the world? It hasn't been the World Bank or aid or the Peace Corps. It's been investment. Predominantly, you want to look at it, it's been freeing up markets under Deng Xiaoping with China. That's the first one where they started becoming more capitalistic and got rid of Mao Zedong's uh, true Marxist bullshit. So that really freed up uh, starting 30 years ago. That's in the 90s now. So that's the biggest single increase in wealth, I think, in the history of the world, simply because of China's size. And, and they went from nothing to solid second world country. Uh, in India, kind of the same thing after Gandhi, yeah, they got rid of uh, the Marxist socialist bullshit under Gandhi. I know why freedom always has to go. Yeah, like we get, we got rid of the the colonials. Uh, we got rid of the British. Let's do Marxism. That'll work. Yeah, how'd that work for that? So they also, though they don't have quite the population of China, they've seen some uh, dramatic increase in standards of living. Uh, and then investment into Africa from the Chinese, that's helped out more than any nonprofit, free money, free clothes. How can we help you? That's helped out, as, as Chris Beckloff said, he calls them uh, McKinsey and the fuck around gang, where a bunch of white girls privileged as fuck. Uh, go on a Christian missionary trip to help dig holes in China, and they don't do anything. I'm uh, not China, I'm sorry, uh, Africa. When Africans need civil engineers, um, telecommunication well and then the chinese come in and build the infrastructure so that's helped out uh, more but yeah these international charity organizations or financing organizations they don't really do much of anything they haven't 
wow, it's like capitalism helps everybody, huh? <laughs> I wonder what we should do. Let's keep, let, no, let's try the socialism again. We changed the variable. It'll work this time. Because you know that deadbeat who lived in 1850s and lived off of everyone, had the beard and lice and cheated on his wife? Yeah, yeah. See, we really didn't implement what he said right the first time. Uh, Kevin McComber for two bucks. Watch Nick Fuentes on DLive APM Central. Isn't he like the 12-year-old kid? I don't know. Is that a Patreon alternative? Uh, Ed Wolf for five euros. Patreon alternative subscribe star, of course. Is that, a, is that the alternative? Is that where everyone's going? I've heard of subscribe star. I'll probably go there. I don't have my eyes right. Hang on. There. Oh, that's much better. There. Uh, Kevin McComer for another two bucks. Corporations virtue signal, but pay nothing in tax. No, corporations pay stuff in tax. Now, a lot of them don't. And surprise, surprise, they're your leftist corporations. Apple, Google, uh, I'm sure Facebook as well. They did the uh, Irish inversion, if you guys want to look that up. I don't know if that's still something they can do or if that loophole has been closed. But, you know, if we had a sales tax, this wouldn't be a problem. Just point we had a sales tax. But no, we have to have 40 different types of taxes, so nobody knows what everyone's paying, and we don't know the true cost of government. I love corporate taxes because, what, you think they're just not going to pass it on to you? <laughs> in a world of globalization, well, we'll just sit up. I guess, I guess we're in this country now. I, I get, yeah. Don't listen to the old Capmeister. Kevin McComber being the true socialist, giving a lot of money today, five bucks. Why is earned income taxed at higher rates than income on capital gains? Seems it should be the opposite. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yeah, you want to encourage work. You wouldn't tax income. But I'm against income tax. I don't want to deter people from working. And capital gains, there shouldn't be capital. Why? Why would? Nobody's understanding the concept of taxation I have. It's to make it as painless as possible. So no one worries about it. No capital gains. Now I got to report. Now I got to calculate them. Now I got to figure out what they are. Now I have to report it to the government. Now I have to report it to the state government. And if you're stupid enough to live in Ohio, I think Indiana and Kentucky and Pennsylvania, you got to report it to the locals. Sales tax guys, just twenty five percent. There would well actually, when you add up state, federal, and local, it would vary depending on state and locality you're in. Uh, your sales tax would be about 38%. What? Yeah. That house you want to buy, add 38% more. But, but, but no, no, no. What, you think you weren't paying it? You were paying it all these other ways. Sales tax, gas tax, income tax, capital gains tax, inflation, printing off money. You know, I just I just made it clear to you. I just made it, you know, there's your there's your price, lady. I say lady because typically women want more taxes. Because it's for the children's. The children's. The children's. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those scrolling, scrolling. Hi, Christopher Anon. He's back. Five bucks. Trust-based, self-directed IRA. You decide what the IRA funds are invested in. Golf, real estate, stocks, whatever. Yeah, you can do that. Yep, there's companies out there that do that. Do not do betterment and do not do wealth front. 
It's so sad. Those robo advisors had a great, pro great product. It's like Starbucks. Great coffee. I won't deny great coffee. I don't want you sermoning me or lecturing me or telling me I have white privilege. Fuck off. I don't want you telling me about Jesus. I don't want you telling me about the merits of, of freedom and capitalism. I don't want you telling me about abortion. I don't want you telling me anything political at all. I don't want religion. I don't want politics. I don't want nagging. I got a woman. I already got that. Al <laughs> Cortez. Hey, we haven't seen him in a while. Five bucks. In LA, the majority of parents want to send kids back to school. Well, of course. They didn't want their kids, Al. They just wanted to fuck, and a lot of them just want to collect a check. They're also afraid of others within six feet, so they want to put their kids in danger. <laughs> don't, don't ask too much. Don't ask for too much intellectual integrity or consistency among them, Al. Arcady for five bucks. How do you feel about mandatory vaccinations if that will be the idea in the near future? Uh, I, I am politically, philosophically, libertarianly against mandatory vaccinations. You can do what you want, um, but you get to live with the consequences. I, I really, and, and it, it pains me because I know a lot of time these kids, you know, I, I think, yeah, if, if they say get this vaccination, yeah, get the vaccination because um, it's going to help out and that way you don't have polio or Ebola or whatever going around. Um, but if the kids are vaccinated against this because their parents were smart and said, okay, we don't want our kids getting, what do you all get? Tetanus. But then, oh, man, we're free and organic. Well, man. All right. And their kids get it. I feel bad for the kid. But I guess your your genetics and your lineage ends there. <clears throat> so I strongly recommend people get it. But I'm not going to put a gun to your head to do it. You, you do what you want. And unfortunately, the children might suffer. But here's the problem with those, those anti-vaxxers. It, it's... They don't give a damn about their kids. They're just using their kids to feel good. Look at me. I'm taking a, I'm taking an edgy position. Look. Oh my goodness. Are we all caught up? No. I keep popping up. All this damn money. Uh, election this year, sir. Election this year. What? Again? This stupid country. Obaleski 10 for five British pounds. What ideal rate would your flat sales tax be? 10%? Anyone keeps 90%? What? My ideal would be 10%. Yeah. Because if you back out, if you now, I don't know, crazy idea, especially for any leftist listening. If you look at the state, federal, and local budgets, uh, they kind of follow the same thing. Uh, the government, uh, federal has the military, state and local have police and uh, state patrol, you know, uh, county sheriff, that kind of thing. Uh, and then, uh, there's roads and this and that, uh, but then two thirds of it goes to welfare, whatever form that is educating other people's kids that aren't mine, touchy feely, you know, food program, uh, Medicare, Medicaid, whatever you add it all up, uh, veterans benefits, things like that, which people would argue, Hey, wait a minute. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's social security for veterans. I'm just pointing that out. So when you back it all out, it's 10%. They actually goes to like government, you know, like roads, Cops, military, regulatory, judicial system, it's only 10%. So that'd be my ideal flat sales tax, like 10%. And there's no there's no welfare. No, there's no social security. No, you are taking care of yourself. But the children's too bad. 
You didn't get vaccinated anyway, and they died on the... Remember your kid? They were all hooked up. You didn't want any tubes. You prayed. You prayed to God that God would, would heal your child, and all he did was have your rearview mirror fall off. There's your God for you. Can't be sounding like Adam Sandler when saying children. From what? Happy Gilmore? Man, wouldn't that be a good dose to make everybody happy? Everybody go watch some Adam Sandler flicks. <laughs> I thought they were pretty dumb at the time. <laughs> now they're pretty good. Oh. All right, I got to get rid of this. It's itching my face. It's itching me on the lip right there. It's like a piece of plastic right there. I don't know how they, uh, how they last so long. Although I guess the wrestling matches only last 10 minutes. <clears throat> Let me tell you something, Hulk Hogan. Hey, Atha, what is that in Spanish? Let me tell you something, Hulk Hogan. Did they do that in Mexican wrestling? They're always telling somebody something. Yeah, I it there's gotta be a fair overlap. Gotta be a fair similar amount of like identical, like because it's all fake. But I I've kinda I've kinda like, do you have what's the macho man Randy Savage equivalent in Mexican wrestling? That's I wanna know. I'd be let me tell you something, Guapo de Toro. Then. All right, uh, so Molyneux, YouTube bans Molyneux, David Duke, Richard Spencer, and more for hate speech. Okay, I don't care. I, I, it's expected. I, I could see David Duke and uh, Richard Spencer at Molyneux. Again, unless he started saying some stuff I'm unaware of, that man has been honest. He cares about his fellow man. He does not delineate between uh, be you yellow, black, or white. They are children in his side. Stephen Molyneux loves the children of the world. He's intellectually honest. I mean, that's like, it's on par with like Prager University getting demonetized and all that. Like Dennis Prager. It's coming, guys. It's coming. And here's, <clears throat> so here's the, the one article I want, want to read. Here's some good news. Facebook market value plummets 56 billion as advertisers flee pal- platform. And uh, an agent, a Jewish agent in the field of mine, of the female persuasion, because we hate women. Cappy, look at this. I'm like, What? <laughs> Why are they fleeing Facebook? That's their guy. Uh, <clears throat> Facebook watches $56 billion was wiped off its market value on Friday after a slew of major advertisers said they would be boycotting the social network. I'm like, why? Like, if Facebook isn't obedient enough, what is it? What did it say? I don't know. I don't know why. They, I'm like, what now? The platform stock, pl- stock price plunged more than 8% with shares expected to cost $212 a piece. When markets opened on Monday, down from 235 when markets closed on Thursday. Bloomberg reported that Facebook's value had fallen by $56 billion, adding that the downturn also taken off $7.2 billion off of Zuckerberg's net worth. Uh, he'll get by with, what, $10 billion? The share fall was the largest the company had witnessed in several months. It appeared to be triggered in part by Unilever and Coca-Cola's moves to join an advertising boycott on the social media platform. What's Unilever? Is that out? Industrial company? <clears throat> British Dutch multinational consumer goods company. Beauty products, ice cream. Huh. Okay. We've decided that starting now through at least the end of the year, we will not run brand advertising in social media, newsfeed platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter in the U.S. Oh, Twitter's in on this too. Continuing to advertise on these platforms at this time would not add value to people in society. <clears throat> Coca-Cola CEO James Quincy said the soda giants would be pausing all of its social media advertising for at least 30 days, adding that the firm expected greater accountability and transparency from our social media partners. 
All right, well, what did they do? Unilever and Coca-Cola were the latest to join an anti-advertising boycott of Facebook led by several civil rights groups, including the Anti-Defamation League, the NAACP, and Sleeping Giants. The campaign dubbed Stop Hate for Profit. In honest defense of Mark Zuckerberg or Facebook or Twitter or any, I cannot see how any of these companies consciously would ever run an ad uh, of of hate or uh, racism or bigotry. I, I just yeah, certainly not maliciously or consciously. <clears throat> uh, the campaign "Stop Hate for Profit" urges businesses to cease advertising on Facebook services in July and is critical of Facebook's record on policing its platform. So they're not censoring enough, is that it? <sighs> Among the major brands signed up for the campaign's Facebook ad boycott are telecom giants Verizon, Patagonia, well, Ben & Jerry's, and the car manufacturer Honda. According to a list of companies signed for the boycott compiled by Sleeping Giants, Levi's and Lululemon have also pledged not to advertise on Facebook next. React to the draft of advertisers boycotting Facebook. Zuckerberg unveiled new measures for countering voter suppression, misinformation, and other content deemed harmful. I'm still confused what Facebook did so wrong. It's they're not, they're not somebody says something racist on their platform and it's not immediately banned. We already restrict certain types of content and ads <clears throat> that we allow in regular posts, but we want to do more to prohibit the kind of divisive and inflammatory language that has been used to sow discord, Zuckerberg said in a post yesterday. So today we're prohibiting a wider category of hateful content in ads. Okay, not directly related, but the result is the same. We had several people ask about this of who are minorities or dis considered disadvantaged groups and stuff like that. You keep asking, should I take advantage of affirmative action? And I say yes to a point because if we abandon meritocracy and hard work, <clears throat> the people who get promoted are going to be the people who are wickedly corrupt, wickedly backstabbing. And it's going to become a mental ward. It's going to be insane. It's going to become Arkham. Because if you're promoted based on your race or affirmative action or the corporation is so obsessed with virtue signaling that they throw out competency and meritocracy and fairness that somebody gets promoted and says, see, see, we got this person with this trait and the other traits. We're not these isms or ists. For those of you who are hardworking minorities, who are meritocratic, who want to, you're going to be an insane asylum. So, yeah, maybe you want to go work for the big four. <clears throat> maybe you want to go work for Unilever or Facebook. You get, your, you get your experience. You get your four to five years of experience. You hone your skill. You sharpen your teeth. But you don't want to be leading these companies. You don't want to be in management because it's, it's, it's going to be insane. It's going to be inept. And inevitably, if you got these delusional psychopathic captains in charge of these ships, they're going to sink them. And so even though this isn't directly related to affirmative action, you have a company. We are, we are so obsessed about this, this, it's not a cult. What is it? <clears throat> Insanity, mental illness. That 
the vast majority of people are not bigots. The vast majority of people want everyone to do well. The vast majority of people want, you know, like, no, Facebook, why would you, you know, a, a logical human being would be like, you're sitting at the NAACP. You say, what? Facebook? Right? No, no, come on. That's not right. What? No, Zuckerberg's he's on the left. It must be a misunderstanding. There's no sanity anymore. There's no adulthood. Just like there's, there's, uh, <clears throat> in schools, there's a zero tolerance, po tolerance policy. So the principle is completely pointless or useless because there's no judgment. There's no human element. There's no wisdom involved. Now it's the same thing. It's a script. Everything's racist. So now that everything's ist or ism, everything's racist or sorry, whatever, they can't function. Think Mark Zuckerberg and the programming team have a little bit more important stuff to do. And getting back to my original point, what else could Facebook be doing that's actually productive rather than running to what is essentially a bunch of people crying wolf? Unless I'm unaware, like it didn't provide it in this article. Like did something really racist happen at Facebook? Like something really bad happen? It's not to defend, uh, defend the, the, the Zuck, but I have a hard time believing a large corporation let alone head up by a leftist, would do anything untowards minorities or females, or anyone for that matter. But now they're going after him. <laughs> he added the company was specifically prohibiting claims that people of specific races, nationality, and minority groups pose a threat to others under its advertising policy. Well, were ads getting thrown in there accidentally? I, I would hope that the various groups that are boycotting this, oh, <clears throat> could Coca-Cola, their marketing, not get on the horn and say, hey, this is the this is the senior vice president of marketing. I need to talk to Mark. Hey, Mark, we got some ads running here. On that. You mind tinkering with your algorithm? Oh, geez. Thanks, Frank. I'm sorry. I know, no problem, Mark. We'll see about it. No. It's got to be immediately victim politics. It's got to be – it's got to be – this is happening at the CEO level of Fortune 100 companies. This is why you don't want to work for corporate America, okay? Because of this shit. <clears throat> you're a rookie. You're a noob. You got to learn how to fire the gun, learn how to fire the howitzer, learn how to drive a tank. Okay, once you got that down, once you got your skill, you get the fuck away from these big companies and you go work for a small to medium-sized company where this insanity doesn't work. Where this insanity isn't ideally self-employed. Again, no matter what your skin color. Because God Almighty, you know, you do not want. I mean, think about it. Here's here's our good buddy Atham. And then there's Juan. Juan's working on his own. He's fixing up his con. Atham, I don't want to say where he works. He works his nighttime shift. He does do windows though, too. He's just he's just doing his thing. He's having his life. And the people that are going to be stuck. And this corp, you thought corporate America was bad before? Holy shit. You will have PTSD. I guarantee you, you will have PTSD after working uh, any significant length of time in, in mid to upper levels of a corporate, of, uh, corporate America, large corporation, because of this bullshit. Meanwhile, it's like, nah. <clears throat> oh, I'll work security until I'm dead. Before I ever become CEO of any significant size company. Never, never. I'll never go back. I'll just work security and play my video game, write my books. Uh, 
Facebook founder also said newsworthy content that would otherwise violate the platform's rules, including statements for politicians would now be labeled and kept up unless it incited voter suppression or violence. Oh God, get off Facebook. Just get off Facebook. There is no reason. Um, <clears throat> also along the same insanity, this is a little bit dated. It's from the 7th of June. CNN, 15% pledge calls on target. Whole Foods and other retailers to dedicate shelf space to black-owned businesses. Target, by the way, could not be more bowing down in social justice virtue signaling warriory. Uh, look at their diversity and inclusion gal, and it did nothing. And now, of course, Target is founded in the Twin Cities, and they have a lot of Targets across the nation, but they just got torched. They shut them down all the way out in the burbs. <clears throat> and now they're going like, hey, remember how we just straight? Yeah, we want 15% more. <laughs> they'll, oh, they'll cave. I bet you they'll cave. I bet you they will. Oh, so there you go. Um, let's get back to the super chest so I don't fall too far behind. Oh, just one DJ Aftershock, two bucks. Saw BLM's her story on their webpage. No, I, I don't. I don't. Is it going to be anything intellectually honest or real, or is it just going to be more propaganda? I'm not going to. Her story. It doesn't even have to be BLM's. It's her. Oh, I see your agenda already. I see it. I got it. I don't need it. No, I don't need to hear it. I did not, uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to click on it. I'm not going to buy. Guys, you don't have to, just because, how can we put it? Remember when CNN and the mainstream media was like all we had, you know, and it was there. That meant it was real. It was on TV. Now this doesn't matter. I know all that you see on TV now is is left-wing uh, uh, news. That's all you saw anyway to begin with, at least from the official news sources. And uh, now it's the latest. And then it was coronavirus. Then it was Russia. Then it was coronavirus. Now it's the riots and Black Lives Matter and all that. You know, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it matters in a certain sense, but people are not tuning into CNN. People aren't tuning into cable news anyway. People are tuning out. ESPN, they went hard left. Oh, they had to go with the rate because, because I don't know what. Is that all that people have for marketing ideas? I guess the same people who are in charge of coming up with new movies in Hollywood are the same one to come up with marketing ideas for news and, and television. Nothing new. Oh, racism. Oh, politics. No, there's a whole world of life without racism or politics. <clears throat> or in this case, uh, uh, sexism. Sexual politics, I guess, if you want to call it that. You know, I, I really, I'm going to watch the fishing channel. I'm going to watch the HGTV. I'm going to go and do my, my metal detecting. I don't, you don't have to click on it. You don't have to log into Facebook. You don't have to log into Twitter. You could just let those people be. And when you realize how few, and not few they are, but they're few, but they're not as big as they seem. You think they're big because they're on this. You think I'm some big guy. Hey, it's Cappy. Holy shit, I'd like to be Cappy. You'll be, you're, again, you'll meet me like, hey, he's just a regular dickhead like me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let this screen fool you. I'm just a schmuck behind a microphone. That's it. And so are they. 
Oh, they got their things and they're very popular. See them on the board. Yeah, because what else are they going to do? That doesn't mean people are watching them. The, the dipshits. ESPN, only because if you're going to go to a restaurant or a bar, they got the ESPN. I'm like, turn that off. Like, give me this. And I turned it to gun smoke. <clears throat> no one's watching them. It's like the dental. No one reads that cover of Newsweek. No one watches the sports. They're not watching the game, but they're not watching the sports analysis. No one's watching CNN. Nobody. And you guys don't have to look. Oh, some dipshit journalism major who never worked a job in their life. I, I'll give you another one. I forgot how I got into it, but oh yeah, Vox and uh, not Vox Day, Vox and BuzzFeed laid off a bunch of people. I'm like, whatever happened to those people who wrote articles about me on the on the uh, Mad Max boycott? <clears throat> and so I I searched it. It was pretty easy to find those articles, and I just clicked on the profiles of a couple of the people. Who wrote, you know where they are? unemployed freelance journalist that means unemployed that means not getting by that means living off of mom and dad that means living off a of government doll all right and i looked at their like twitter profiles and this and that and their social media presence nobody was even as big as me these two kids did a video one time they're nobodies that in but my god you thought i grabbed my dick and fucked the globe by the north pole because i said i'm not going to go see a feminist movie that was the news everybody who wrote a, a thing about uh <clears throat> the the dentist that killed cecil the lion no he remembers the doctor that just remembers cecil the lion yeah go go watch their pro nobody's just cuz they say it something doesn't mean it is that's just what's put in front of you on the boob tube. Turn off the boob tube. Go walk around. Go hike. Go fish. Go metal detecting. <clears throat> go put rear view mirrors up on trucks. And cut, just because this is on Facebook, what if you didn't watch Facebook? What if you didn't go on the Twitter? I tried advertising on Facebook. I got nothing. I tried doing Google AdWords. Nothing. Nothing. Maybe I'll try it again, but I, I, I was like, boy, that's a waste of time. The best, the best rate of return you're going to get, as I found, is you go advertise on podcasters and influencers directly who are at least going to be receptive enough to get back to you. I strongly recommend Better Bachelor. You want boosted sales? Better Bachelor. Tom Likas, Terrence Pop. Um, if you get if if he's not too busy, he'll give you a plug, a Rolo will, but it's got to be good product. <clears throat> turd flinging monkey. All right. Maybe not a huge expansive reach. Uh, Sandman. I mean, all these are within my sphere and people, but these are the ones that would, that would plug me. Masculine geek. Probably be happy to have you. They, they don't have a huge reach, but they'll, they'll get some reach. Um, what else? Uh, masculine geek. Black brigade. I'm sure DT will start taking money. Check Napier. Rob says, you know, a couple bucks. They're not going to have a huge, but they'll get, you know, get, I'll take your money. Mark, um, Mark sent me a, I got a new sponsor, new advertiser. I got to get to him. And then I had a, I had a coffee. He didn't pay, but I was going to promote him anyway. Cause you know, who, who doesn't like coffee? Um, I should hang on for a second. Let me, let me get to my podcast. I want to make sure I'm not missing any. 
podcast outline. Here we go. Paul Rogers put on cones. Okay. <clears throat> um. Yeah. All right. I'll find that somewhere else. But you don't have to tune in. And I'm not going to click on her story. There's been a billion of those. And you know who clicked on those? Girls who want to believe they're oppressed and that they truly ran the world in an alternative history. I don't care. Are we going to talk about Bass Reeves? I'll tune into Bass Reeves. It's not about Bass Reeves. Here's another thing I don't want to hear. She's the first, or, or person is the first type of person to XYZ. I don't want to know about the first type of person to do XYZ. I want to know about the first person to do XYZ. I don't care if it's the first Latino. I don't care if it's the first female. I don't care if it's the first white guy. I want to know who the first person was because that's human accomplishment. And if that happens to be disproportionately white males, so be it. Right? Gives it, it throws down the gun. Hey, dude, the first person to XYZ was a black dude. All right. The first person to ABC was a female. The first woman with one leg whose name started with a vowel in 1897. Shut up. Don't care. Do not care. So I don't care about her. Her story is like uh, affirmative action history. It's already been done, but the first woman too. I don't care. I don't care. I am impressed, however, with... Uh, female MMA, like Ronda Rousey and all those gals. That's some cool. There's some real pioneers. What's her name? Calamity Jane. Okay. Uh, the gal that dressed like a guy. Uh, France. Uh, what was her name? Joan of Arc. Well played. Well played indeed. First woman to canoe across Lake Michigan, going east to west, whose name started with a consonant but ended with a vowel. <clears throat> time lapse for five bucks. Where's that picture, time lapse? That looks like Utah or Arizona. That's a beautiful picture, by the way. What are your thoughts on leftists tearing down statues? I, it's stupid. Uh, are we going to tear down um, Crazy Horse because he killed some white people? What? 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 What do we? Why? Nobody's pure. I, I, it's just leftists are going to left. What are you going to do? I really don't care. I, again, I checked out. Going to die in twenty years. I don't care anymore. I'm not going to get worked up about this. <clears throat> I mean, like if it was Hitler, yeah, or you know Saddam Hussein when they tore that down, or taking down Lenin, yeah, I could see that. Tyrants and dictators. Is that all we got from the super chats? Cool. Um, speaking of her story, uh. This was a perfect example of the right 
being intellectually dishonest, of brown journalism coming from the right. This is from CSN News. Shell to become shield for International Women's Day. <clears throat> this is from March. It's a little dated, but I, I want to read Shell Oil Company is commemorating International Women's Day by temporarily changing its name. On March 8th, Shell will become Shiel with the simple addition of an apostrophe to show that small gestures can motivate and deliver big messages. The name change will include a logo change at a gas station in San Dimas, California, whose executive leadership team includes a duo of female entrepreneurs. The team is also the largest distributor of Shell-branded oil in the state. Uh, these changes are... Oh. Shell's social media channels will feature the new Shield logo on March 8th to bring more attention to the She Will initiative uh, and changes occurring at the San Dimas location. In recent years, Shell has committed to improving gender equity by increasing female representation on a board of directors from 8% to 33% over the past five years. <clears throat> the company said it also seeks to close the gender gap in engineering and technology through education, engagement, and awareness across the organization and industry. Why do you start at K through 12? How about that? The current USO, uh, U.S. CEO Gretchen Watkins is its second female chief executive in the brand's history. Shell's other, uh, but let's. Uh, I'm not going to look up Gretchen Watkins. I'm just going to assume she's imminently qualified. Shell's other efforts include helping women develop their careers, sharpen their leadership skills, and overcome potential workplace obstacles for programs like Women's Career Development, Senior Women Connect, and Gender Gap Stories. How much? You don't need these things. You're lifting the bar for these women. You are not making them stronger. I'm not, I'm not make, making you lifting the bar for them to jump. I'm saying you're lifting the weights for them so they never develop the strength. What you need to do is start at kindergarten and knock it off with the women are great and amazing and perfect. And say, no, you're equals now and you're all going to, you know, STEM is this. And I know you girls may want to do that, but that's, that's going to end up in, we have to be honest with children. That's when you start. Because by the time they're 16, they already got in there. They're amazing and great. And they're oppressed, by the way. And they can't get ahead without everyone like just basically flattening the forest for them and putting down a nice paved road with a little push cart for them. <clears throat> and they major in stupid shit. And then they wonder why they're not the CEO of a show. This, if, if, it's, if they're already working for you, it's too late. Unless they're an engineer. Unless they're a geologist. It has to start early on. And taking full-grown women and having this sob fest, this, this, this is amazing and brave and courageous and great. That is not going to help them. You need to start when you plant the seed to make them grow up to be big, strong stem trees. And if you lower their standards, they will be weak saplings for the rest of their days. And then they just have to be handheld. I bet I wonder, does Gretchen Watkins really believe in this? Bet your if Gretchen Watkins is the CEO. She wasn't around when the affirmative action. She must have battled her way up. She's probably older than me. Does she think this is going to help? Is this like rich parents thinking throwing their kids money is what's going to make them strong, independent people? Uh, the kind of future I hope for all girls is what we get to a point in time where we aren't even having the conversation about gender equality in the workplace because we're already living in an environment where it's 50-50, said Patty Lanning, a female employee at Shell. Really, Patty? Are you an engineer? When women major in engineering at half at the same rates of men, then we'll, this will go away. But having initiatives and conferences and touchy-feely hug sessions is not going to do it. 
Based in Houston, Shell is an affiliate of Royal Dutch Shell PLC, a global group of energy, blah, 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 blah. So that's that. Maybe it was, oh, convenience store news. I'm sorry. Now you go here and it's just one. I thought it was Christian Science News. No, it's convenience store news. Here's the truth. It's only one Shell gas station that's doing this. A female-owned and operated Shell gas station in San Dimas will mark International Women's Day by changing the Shell logo to Shield as part of the company's new initiative. So those two women that were on the power report, they're just co-owners of this gas, a gas station. Which is good. That's I'm glad to see women running gas stations. Yes, please own businesses by all means. Uh, but it's just this one gas station. And so the news made it sound like Shell Corporation has all turned their name to Shield. And so I, I want it seemed too saucy. It's see journalists making it seem more than it is. More good news. Microsoft lays off journalists to replace them with AI. <clears throat> May 30th, 2020. Microsoft News and MSN is increasingly being run by robots. Missiles flying from flying robots. <clears throat> Microsoft is, Microsoft is laying off dozens of journalists and editorial workers at its Microsoft News and MSN or organizations. The layoffs are a part of a bigger push by Microsoft to rely on artificial intelligence to pick news and content that's presented on MSN.com. <laughs> you people are so dumb and so brainwashed and so scripted, so robotic, so NPC, you literally can be replaced by robots, by software. I mean, this has got to be the ultimate insult to all you journalists out there, you journalism majors, that you are so unthinking, so unoriginal, that you could be replaced with a robot. And it's journalism. This isn't like pick up the palette and move it here. This isn't like deliver, you know, uh, deliver something to a to a, a address. You know, a drone can do that. This isn't self-driving cars. This is supposed to be something called the news, editorials. A human creation. You're being replaced by robots because, for the most part, you guys are. <clears throat> As uh, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. Bender says, "All right, meatbags, you just meatbags." Bender has more intelligence than you guys. Uh, inside Microsoft's Edge browser and in the company's various news. Apps. Many of the affected workers are part of Microsoft's SANE search ad news edge division and are contracted as human editors to pick up stories. Like all companies, we evaluate our business on a regular basis as Microsoft. Oh, they're editors. A Microsoft spokesperson says in a statement, this can result in increased investment in some places and from time to time redeployment in others. These decisions are not the result of the current pandemic. While Microsoft says the layoffs aren't directly related to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, media businesses from across the world have been hit hard by advertising revenues plummeting across TV, newspapers, online, and more. Why you should advertise with your favorite podcasters and pals. Seriously, like, what is, what is Facebook? Like, oh, we, we, we analyze the demographics and we target the fuck you do. You did the jack fuck all shit. <clears throat> uh... Business Insider first reported the layoffs on Friday and says that around 90 jobs are affected in the U.S. Microsoft News job losses are also affecting international teams. The Guardian reports that 27 are being let go in the U.K. Oh, Guardian. 
after Microsoft decided to stop employing humans to curate articles on its home pages. Microsoft has been in the news business for more than 25 years after launching MSN all the way back in 1995. The launch of Microsoft News nearly two years ago, Microsoft revealed that it had more than 800 editors working for 50 locations around the U uh, world. Does MSN even make money? Ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. And here's some clickbait that I'm not going to click on. <clears throat> they're putting up statues of Lenin in Germany. Are they? Ed Wolf, hang on. Lenin statues. I'm okay if the world suffers another 70 years of communism. Uh, controversial Lenin statue erected in German city. A far-left party in Germany has elected a controversial statue of a well, we, <clears throat> the tiny Marxist-Lenin party of Germany. Territory former West Germany. Oh, let's go tear that down. That guy killed way more. <laughs> uh, so, you know, what, you know what should really be done? Is you kidnap the statue and then you travel around the world with it and take different pictures with them with, you know, Santa Claus hat. You know, you're at Disney World with Lennon. And <laughs> how big is it? Is this a, uh, is the party tiny or is it? Okay, it's it's real size. Um, seven feet. That's going to weigh a lot. We can do it. Americans can do it. We go in there. We'd return it. We wouldn't steal it. We'd just return it. But we just like take it around. We show them at Disneyland, all these corporate places, you know. Have them like put swim trunks on them, you know. It's... You can't get the thing. <laughs> Judd Grover, two bucks. Truly equal woman retroactively sign up for a draft. Yeah, well, I've. There's also a niceness of just letting go of it all. Like, <clears throat> hey, hey, ladies, hey, ladies, da -da 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 -da. go, go do it. Because again, I'm doing Operation Evil. The 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 water is flowing this way. I keep trying to have it go that. No, it's flowing this way. It's flowing that way for a reason. So I'm just gonna go with the flow. I've done my fair share to help out everybody of every stripe, or be it your race or your politics or your gender or whatever. I've done my fair share. Now, after I've told you to eat your Brussels sprouts, I'm going to feed you full of heroin and ice cream. And I, I don't care if women, you know, I don't. Me and DT, we did a segment on his podcast two days ago about Frida Kahlo and just what a miserable person she was. Just what a miserable person she was. And women are wearing her shirt, kind of like a Che Guevara. Oh, a lot of leftists, they just worship her. They just worship her. And you could get angry like, these women, she is a Marxist and a communist. I and let them work. Let them. Let them go wear their Kalo shirt. Let them do it. They're not happy. Let them be miserable. Let them be fat. By the way, the two women that I saw, curiously enough, 24 hours within each other, also within 600 yards of each other, were wearing Kalo shirts. I found that odd. But they were both fat, coincidentally. Let them. 
<clears throat> don't even fat shame anymore. No fat shaming. No, not even uh, now. People say it's fat shaming. I say it's called it's it's called uh, uh, voicing your preferences, stating your preferences. Philosophically, it's like why would you be obese? That's bad for you. Big is beautiful. Yep, you got it. You go, girl. You go. You should major and get a triple doctorate in philosophy and early childhood education. You should major in, in creative writing too. Yes, go, go. But I'm not gonna, they're not going to sign up for the draft. All right, final article of the day from the Lusk Herald, Lusk, Wyoming, out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, the title is A Family Affair. Richard Jones, DDS, that's a dentist, and Judy Jones celebrated 39 years of marriage on June 19th. Fittingly, they celebrated the milestone in their Lusk dental practice where Judy works as an office manager and their daughter, Emily, is the dental assistant. Is that nice? <clears throat> Emily's already got a skill. More than any gal who's 40 years old with her master's degree, being a dental assistant pays. That's a, that's a good skill to have. Before moving their practice to Lusk in January, the family lived and worked in Laramie. That's to the southwest of Lusk. After putting three daughters to the University of Wyoming, Richard and Judy were ready to settle down somewhere outside of the college atmosphere. Richard said he downscaled his practice from five operatory chairs to two in an effort to slow down. Our goal is to interact with patients, Richard said. When you're in a fast-paced conveyor belt dentistry, where you need to hit a certain amount of income. You don't have time to sit and chat, and we like that here. The story of how the Jones family moved to Lusk is a funny one, Judy said. <clears throat> Driving from Laramie to Minnesota to see her family, Judy would drive through the Black Hills in the coolest little town called Lusk. Yeah, that's that's the quickest way. Yep, if you're in Laramie, you shoot up 25, cut over. Uh, talking with the patient in Laramie. No, she didn't move to Minnesota. Oh, my God, I like this little town with the communist flags. And the regulations and the masks and the people all guilty for being white. She learned there were no dental practices in all places. Lusk, really? Something just clicked at work, Judy said. We're very happy and hopeful. The Luskites, <laughs> the Luskites, eh, that's pretty good, uh, are just as pleased as we are. Richard, who used to be a geologist and a geophysicist in the oil industry, said he's glad he no longer works in solitude for a big corporation. He prefers being a dentist working independent. Boy, he... He made a jump in careers there. Notice he didn't try to do bro it up like, dude, I got into like flipping dental practices and then like uh, I got into drop shipping and trading stock options and I was an EMT. Before moving further west, he went to dental school in Chicago and Indianapolis. Moving from city to city, the Jones family has always worked in the office together, but this, this is the first time it's been just the three of them. At times, it's difficult to separate the roles of family members and coworkers, but Emily said she wouldn't have it any other way. Wow. A man and a woman meet, and they like each other. <clears throat> then they... And they get married. Then they get married. Then they make you with the Bam Bam. Then they have children. Then he majors in something worthwhile to begin with. Then he becomes a dentist. And now they're stable. And because of the business acumen of the wife, it's like, let's go where there's no... And their daughter is gainfully employed too. And they're together still after 39 years of marriage. Wonder if there's something to that. Uh, 
<clears throat> under a good doctor and a good front desk who can answer any insurance question. Every patient that leaves this place leaves happy as a clam. Emily said, seeing that as a mo that is a motivator. This is a network that works. This family business works. I enjoy having them around because they're people I could count on. Richard added, uh, Richard Jones, DDS is located on South balance Avenue in Lusk. Well, you're going to hard. It's going to be hard to miss it. There's like only two rows that really go through Lusk. I might, you know what? I might go get my teeth cleaned there one of these days. I should see what a tooth cleaning costs. Because my my uh, dentist in uh, Minneapolis, she's pretty pricey. She, by the way, yes, women, you can do it. I once again encourage all women to go into STEM and engineering and make lots of money and close the wage gap. But I want to close the wage gap doing what my passion is. I want to go be a marine biologist. I want to go and become a teacher. All right, that's it. <clears throat> Any other super chats? Are we done? Chud Grover, what is that? Scrolling. All right, we are done. Everyone bow your heads. <clears throat> Dear great and merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero fucks given truth. The teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who can be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who arrive for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan, amen. And that, what, Juan? Yeah, you know about the Corona prayer. Of course you do. And that is it. I'm out of here, toodles. <laughs>